quite the refresher. Welcome back, everyone. That was a big sigh of relief from Christian. Hey. Christian the F-bomb, we're going to call you now. Yeah, so, sorry, everybody. That's okay. Your public mountain. apology was quite all right. We're back at the studio. Rob, it's good to see you. Not only are you mirror me, we're twinning today. Look at our oh, sweatshirts. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah, Both wearing blue. You guys. See that? Yeah. I don't see, have look, the, now you're going to call Rob fancy? Well, I don't have the polo. The polo. <laughs> yeah, of course, he's got to <laughs> have. <laughs> mine has no logo on it. By the way, this is identical sweatshirts, but Jim has 12 years old. It. At yeah. least 12 yeah. years old. That sweatshirt? Yes. I remember where I bought it. This is pre, pre Lola days, and she's going to be eleven next month oh, wow. or in May. Wow. So, mm. so although I buy quality, I keep it and maintain it, Chris. Yeah. Don't curse at me. <laughs> Don't curse. I last week was out of control. I drank a lot of caffeine, I think, before <laughs> yeah. that. Maybe, maybe you have, just say you have Tourette's. Like, what if you have Tourette's? Maybe. I was never diagnosed. Here's what I, I loaded up to the soundboard, just in case. Every time you say Every the, time? Every time. Not It'll make it easier for you to count. You, you legit counted last episode, right? Yeah, <laughs> 91. 91? Wow, 91 you're going to... 91 Damn. You're going to owe a fortune to the swear jar. Yeah, 91, though. That's really bad. In two hours? Who wrote? Somebody posted that it was 45 an hour. What are you, who did that? Someone was it? I don't know. Was it Dick Richards? Or someone commented yeah. on Instagram that he averaged 45 an hour. Yeah, that's, that's a little less. What is that? Every minute and a half, there was a, there was a fuck. Shit. <laughs> I didn't even count the shits. <laughs> we won't even do that because the whole show will be this. So we'll just do the F word. All right. All right. All right. But we I can, sh- like children, we're going to say the F word now. I'm going to try. I'm, I'm working clean today. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, that, good luck with your old English. He's got a 22 ounce <laughs> can of old How English. How does it taste? Too. 24. 24. It's bad, man. It right. tastes like the can itself, the inside of it. I, I thought <laughs> I would join you. Oh, I, shit. Oh, wow. What is that? I've never seen it before. What is it? It's a black 40, label Col oh, 45. 45. It's, the, it's a different version, though, of Col 45. It's high gravity. gravity. Damn, it's got a solid black can. Works every time. Yeah, Chris, slide your slide your can next to his. I'll take a, a zoomed photo. And, and then, Rob, what are you actually drinking? Uh, Moosehead. Moosehead. I haven't had it in a long time. Here, here turn that around for the, uh, for the gram. Moosehead there sounds like something that uh, you drink at the lodge yeah, or something. Yeah, just give me a moosehead. VFW. <laughs> it's probably a VFW in Canada. It's got these things, or a moose lodge probably. Yeah, these this is the same damn version of the European Pilsner that everybody makes, just slightly different here and there. It's not bad. It's pretty cheap for this twenty four ounce can. It's dollar ninety nine. Where did you guys stop? You were an hour late. I, I have to say today, an hour late. But I'll give you some some grace there because we you had to make a yeah, make we a were. pit stop. And you don't have a car, <laughs> right? How, how you working out with that? No, I got fixed. Nice. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. All right. So now you have no excuse. Now I'm going to flip out. I'm going I'm to be, I'm going to be the Opie of the podcast. I believe. <laughs> I gave you a heads up. What time? That was very out. nice of you. That was very nice. So Rob, where did you guys stop? Uh, I don't. I guess it's Carol's. Is that what it's called? I think it's Carol's. Carol's. It's yeah, like it two be. O's or something. It's uh, it's the last liquor store on the way here for anybody. It's in Camden. 
Mm. And if you're not familiar with Camden, you should be. It was uh, it, there's two liquor stores. One of them was uh, a big, bright yellow discount one. I saw that and I'm like, you know what? We just passed it. I'm like, you know what? I do want a beer because at first I didn't want one. So I jumped off and ready way to talk yourself out of that. Right? Yeah, it was quick. I knew that other one was coming up. We've been there before, <laughs> years and years ago. Is the, what what they, happened the last time you were there? Well, they used to be behind bulletproof glass. The mm. the Koreans that own the the store. Yeah, and uh, I was offered cocaine on the way in. <laughs> I was nervous as hell back in the day because it was at, it was also at night. You were young. Yeah, young at night, and you're in. That's the hood. That's so as you, hood as so it you gets. pulled up with your K car looking for. I don't know if it was the K car or. I don't remember, but we definitely did it. Do you remember? There was another time we went there, too. We stayed at your place, woke up on a Sunday, and whatever the blue laws are in Pennsylvania, we had to cross the freaking bridge to get beer. Oh, wow. Package goods. You was, you don't remember that? I mean, that was a yeah, long time ago. Yeah, it was a while. But what is the law here? What's the blue laws in Pennsylvania? for? Well, now the deli, you just have to overpay. I mean, there are, so it's basically the Quaker laws. So, so yeah, the Quaker. yeah, so alcohol, uh, liquor and wine is run by the state. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I call it a DMV experience every time you try to buy wine or, or booze uh, just because they're all state employees and, you know, they don't give a crap. Um, but beer is impossible because you have to buy from a distributor, meaning that you have to buy at minimum a case. Yeah. That used to be the law. Mm-hmm. Now they've sort of allowed... Um, certain ounces so you can go in and mix match a six pack but the distributors aren't widely available like delis or bodegas no, like they're they are hard in to New find York. right <clears throat> so now though more delis uh have liquor license or just beer license but you have to pay a premium it's almost like you're at a bar buying packaged goods so if it's a four dollar glass of beer you're buying six four dollar bottles who of beer. the fuck would do that that's like <laughs> it's a, awful it's your in a jam kind of i legit bought a 12 pack on my way in it was 32 dollars because i was at a deli <laughs> what was it oh, the bell's too hard 32 dollars 32 dollars for a 12 pack what wait how much 32 dollars that's stupid. crazy yeah. Because that's at a deli. Now, if I would have went out of the way and, and gone to a, deer, a beer distributor, it would have been normal price, you know, regular price. So um, they kind of just got you by the well, balls I guess of convenience. In stores back home, that would have been $20. So is it yeah. $12 upcharge? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Damn. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. But I, if I bought a case down at a distributor, it would have, you know, it would be normal retail. Wow. I don't but remember. let's get back to the, the, the true heart of the story here. So you were offered cocaine. Outside that we have whatever else the guy had. I don't know. It That's wasn't fun. like he was hiding it either. It was like Jay and Silent Bob in the ghetto just standing outside the <laughs> Wait, door. Is, this just happened? No, this was years uh, ago at that same uh, store we stopped at today. Because you didn't come in the car and tell me. No, no, no but I did. So I why told, is your nose running, Rob? <laughs> I, I jumped out of the car and there was a, uh, a, a large, it looked like she was homeless, but she got into a van. And then, the, of course, there was a dog, no leash, just pissing on the door almost <laughs> of the place and just ran away. It was like perfect. Painting a beautiful <laughs> picture. That happened to me in Miami one time. I was walking down the street and some dude's like, you want Coke? And I just wanted to sit, surprise him. I was like, yeah. He goes, what? He didn't know how to react. He's like, you a cop? I'm like, no, I'm just playing though. <laughs> I just kept going. I was telling him the story before this, which is not, it's not PC. So I, I can't use the word that the guy was a coworker. We won a trip. I used to work for a beer distributor, Budweiser distributor. And we won a contest, some of the guys in the company. Then they took us down to Fort Lauderdale for the weekend. And uh, we stayed on the, the owner's yacht. And he, uh, so I was with most of the guys running around 
out by the beach just drinking like all those trips usually are. It's just like bar to bar to bar. And one guy that was older than us, this older Italian gentleman who was a sales rep, who kind of kept to himself. He was he he was out sunning himself on the deck. He had like the kind of uh, that dumb reflector oh, thing yeah. you put on yourself there. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really hang out with anybody. And then we saw him later on at night and he said uh, he scored crack. I'm like, this is A1A, you know, downtown Lauderdale, right? Lauderdale by the sea, out by the beach. There's money out there. It looks like, it's like yeah, Miami you're on a light. Yacht. Crack isn't exactly the pairing This drug is what he was looking for, though. Yacht life. And we're like, where the fuck did you find crack? And his was, and I can't, it's, it was, he just Nonchalant. rolled right off the tongue, some N-word. Yeah. Like the guy was just there. Like he found one and he, he went to <laughs> buy crack for the guy. What a random thing. Now, was really he a random. known crack? Uh, after speaking with him for a while, he would do it casually. Yeah. I don't know how he pulled that off, but I think, he, you know, that was his drug of choice, recreation. Mm. Do crack. Guy had two kids, well-paying job. Uh, I don't know what happened wow. to him since, but he... See, had, my dad was right. Addiction hits all, all levels had, of life. Yeah. <laughs> I think your dad was referring to weed, too, at one point. It just didn't... Well, I was at the end of that podcast. I thought I was trying to school him, but it ended, and I don't think he was listening. No. No. So... So speaking of drugs, uh, we missed you last week, unrelated, but the weekend before that, you Rainbow Rod made Rainbow Rob made his pilgrimage down to Atlantic City again, yes, right? Yes, the uh, the bar Christmas party it in February. In February, it was uh, this one wasn't much to speak of as far as stories. This uh, I did get there within five minutes of being there. I was handed a gel tab. Gel I, tab. Now what's that? That it was it was LSD. Oh, I took it. It was now. It looks like a like an Advil. It looked like a contact lens. Oh, very tiny. You could barely even see it in the bag, and you put it in, you know, and it just dissolves, and and it went on, and it, the stuff kicked in. Do it they was, have names of um, um, acid like they do for weed? Yeah, I get. I'm just starting. I've learned this recently. Like the stuff that I had last year at the same party was called window pain. Window <laughs> pain. So like. If you knew your acid enough, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I definitely am into yeah, window pain. Yeah, I told you, like last time when I was talking to these guys, when I first met them, they were talking about being acid snobs. <laughs> better stuff than, I guess there's better chemists out there. But this was very reminiscent of a time I did a pellet of mescaline because all I did was sit around and laugh for eight hours, just hard laughing at really? stupid shit. Like, so the point, I almost couldn't control it. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. At the, <laughs> like, the, you're in a, like the guy in a stray jacket just the, laughing. And we're at all the sitting in a suite, and there are people running around, and they're like, just every time somebody said something, like made fun of another person, I was there just, just in tears and would not let it go. Just kept laughing now, at the same shit. Are these bar patrons or all employees? Uh, ninety nine percent employees. There was maybe a patron there, but. So at least you have some type of relationship with the yeah, people. Yeah, everybody so that was there, definitely. Yeah, yeah all of them. But at this point, do you have, if you decline that gel tab, is that like... No, that's not a problem. No, but everybody's looking forward to Rainbow Rob coming yeah, out. I, yeah, I think so. From last year, yes. I think that was, <laughs> it was definitely expected. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I was off. We were in a contained, safe environment. So I went ahead. Good for you. And, uh, but it was, it was funny. It, it was, was so just like, funny. It was just, I mean. Were you hallucinating? Or? No, no. No, not at all. Not really. No, it was. Now, did anyone else do the gel tab and they had yeah, a different experience? I, everybody was laughing, but I don't think they were laughing to the degree that I was. Yeah. Like, I, 
one point I think I had my hand over my mouth and my nose and I was just like shaking. Like, like I wasn't laughing out loud. It was just inside my head. And every time someone looked over at me, they just shook their heads. I didn't know why the hell I was laughing. Were so you like hard. front row of Def Comedy Jam laughing? It was No, like jumping up and down? No. I just kept saying because it's not going to be funny to the outside. Like you had to be there and in my head at the time for it to, to laugh at this yeah. shit. But there was one kid that works with us who... Uh, who eats a lot of like shitty fried foods and yeah. he's, he's an extremely intelligent dude, but he's yeah. just like little things like uh, the jets losing sends him into a fucking tizzy. Like now, was emotion. he there when, when I came to visit No, like, over the holidays? No, okay. this is a, he works up front. He's a, he's a cool dude, but he was, he gets drunk and he just rambles and rambles. He'll repeat himself a thousand times. And I got the other kid that's sitting next to me making fun of him because <laughs> he's talking about gambling and he's like, and I don't even remember the presence, so this is really not going to be that good for the listeners here. But he said something like, yeah, you could have taken that $400 winner or some Burger King. And I fucking lost it. Just thinking of this kid, like, just being bought off with Burger King anytime. <laughs> and I took that, and I just kept going and going and going. And they're like, it's not that fucking funny. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even like Burger King. And I no, fucking They were looking the out like, a different window pane than you were. Yeah, totally, totally. But it was... Yeah, that other st- stuff the year before was definitely a lot more wild. Yeah. This was a lot more mellow. It so was, you, you weren't the Pied Piper this year? No. Leading people down the escalator? I was by myself just laughing. What was the dude's name that, that uh, you found? The, oh, uh, that fucking guy, Big Al. That we, I renamed some dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say anything. Oh, there wasn't you. It was a Rob. I'm sorry. Oh, All right. I'm no, behaving I, myself. I don't want I'm you try, to like, feel bad. I'm barely even talking right I now because I'm like trying to. Oh, stop. Oh, no. I hope we didn't make you self-conscious. See what you did, Mom? Yeah, everybody did. Yeah, she ruined it. Mm. Yeah, there was a, a, you guys mentioned Eddie Betts last week who sent you the video. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. there. And he, uh, he actually was the only winner. He won two grand on a dollar slot while he was wearing a bathrobe and board shorts on the casino floor. Wow. That's he looked just like the dude, man. It totally like the dude. Now, was he doing that for effect or like he was I, legit? Like I just got out of the I, pool and I want to No, play there was the no pool. Slots. I have no idea why he was wearing it. And if you get to know him after a while, it's, it, I guess it could be for effect, but it, he doesn't usually do those things to, I like, I legit think that's what he wanted to wear at the moment. What like, casino did you go to? Tropicana. Let's go over there. So when when you're all like peaking and high, mm. like <laughs> um, you're just like set the scene. Like, are you like just randomly like walking what, around yeah, in the casino because like you a, don't gamble, right? No, not really. And last year I gave so someone twenty like, bucks and they won me You're just hovering. 200. Yeah, it, it's kind of like that walking around in circles. Like, there's a couple people that are hardcore gamblers and they bounce around yeah. to the table to hear. Sometimes you follow them, sometimes uh-huh. you don't. People go upstairs, downstairs, keep going back and forth between the suite and the yeah, and the casino floor. It's really aimless, just mindless. And once you're in that state, it makes sense, I guess. It's like, <laughs> all right, I'll go here now. Okay, I'll go here now. You ever find yourself just though hovering over like people, strangers, no. and then you're like, your crew's like gone, and you're like, why am I staring at? Like, I don't <laughs> think I did. You look like a creep. Uh, it's yeah, like. But- that it's four o'clock in the morning yeah, on a Monday true. morning in the Tropicana. Everybody there. Is uh, a I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you about that because last the weekend, last weekend, I mentioned when you weren't here that I brought my kids to AC, AC. and we had to cut through Caesar, but we cut through their casino uh, to floor. go to the pier, right? The mall. Yeah, but uh, I had to cut. Yes, and I had to cut through with my kids, mm-hmm. and 
my kids were like, are we allowed down here? I'm like, I don't think so. There was like d- dudes like, it was midday, but kids were, I mean, there was dudes like smoking tons of cigarettes. I'm like, I don't think you're allowed down here. Yeah, I don't know. I never knew. You can walk through though, right? Or they yeah, tell you to no get them off the floor? Yeah, no one stopped us, but it, it didn't seem right. Yeah, they, were they like looking around like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah, they were like, what are they, what are they doing? I'm like, this is what adults do. They sit and play cards and try to win money. They're like, why don't you try to win? <laughs> Walking through there with the bells and the whistles and all the slot machines and yeah yeah by the time you by the time i get up to leave the next day it's like all right i gotta you want to run out of the casino it's such a grimy place just want to yeah. get the fuck out yeah, of yeah like I, I it's so it's a it, it feels like to me like claustrophobic being in there that long just the yeah. sounds and whatever but caesar's you've been to caesar it, yes it's a little remember. weird man but it's that's like why really scattered it's not like one big open room it looks like it's like all, like it's kind of scattered. There'll be like a random table. It's supposed to look like the Coliseum oh, yeah. or something. There'll be like oh, a random yeah. table yeah, out of nowhere. Kind of, don't they yeah. have those murals on the ceiling and, yes. and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. But that's why it's even more impressive that Rob is able to do what he does there and still have a good time. I would, yes. I would go crazy. Me too. I would commit suicide. But it, it's, yeah. it's compartmentalized. It's so easy to yeah. compartmentalize. That's, it. Like this yeah. is it. That's why you've got to figure it out. Like I would be the the headline. <laughs> man jumps out of window on LSD. Really. <laughs> I would walk straight into the ocean. <laughs> They'd find my skinny fucking body. There's like, just gnawed, like little fish gnaws out of it. Yeah. Like bites on your ass. Yes. Wow. Just washed oh up onto the beach. Beach. Yeah. Uh. They, they, that's the only way I'm able to do it. You know, you're leaving. You know, you're not one of these people. Just you always had good, feeding. like even back in the day, like I remember you just like when, I don't know if it was just drinking or whatever it was. You always would just like back. This is like Rob's garage days, like nineties. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I remember you were always like into like, uh, uh, God, what the hell is the name of it? The cartoon, uh, oh, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be, yeah, it would be like a Beavis and Butthead, and you would just be laughing, like, you, <laughs> uncontrollably of, like, I know, Rob never had a bad experience, like, or no. at least visibly. No, it always seems like he just, yeah, he, you will get a kick out of something. You could really, like, just live in that I, moment. And, like, I, I remember one time we were in my living room. It was, like, during a week, and I don't know what we had done, but... You, Friend X was there, and yeah. he was younger. So we were in high school. He, he and he, I don't even think he had his license at the time. So he had to go home. And you, you're like, why are you going to get a spanking? And I, <laughs> I fucking laughed for like it's so stupid, but I laughed. For I think because back hours. In, back at that time, yeah. we had us like me yeah. and you. We had such a thing that we were always sleeping. I always sleeping at your place. Yeah. Or in the garage mm-hmm. or something like every Friday and Saturday. So like when these random people came over and then they'd bring their toothbrush <laughs> or something, it was always so <laughs> funny to me. Funny as shit. <laughs> but back to the, I remember one specific Beavis and Butthead thing. We were out running around the streets, you know, in the woods or whatever we were doing. And Scott, my brother, was home, and he was watching TV. And we barged in and made him ch- change the channel. To and he's like fuck, yes. dickhead, and they changed the channel. And he's like, uh, it, we turned on Beavis and Butthead, and it happened to be just at one point where they're watching some video that they liked, and then Beavis was like, like, yeah. like had the uh, what do you call that? Like the, 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 the rock and roll, devil uh, horn, devil things. horn things up while he's 
banging yeah. his head, and yeah. my brother turned to me and he's like, "You're an asshole!" And I just because <laughs> it was like it was like a jack o' lantern riding a horse. So or something. Stupid! <laughs> it was so stupid that I yeah. couldn't. I, and just him yelling at me, I laughed for yeah. forever. It was too funny. Yeah, you've always been good at that, like uh, that kind of stuff. Like I got lucky with that, that. <laughs> just laughing at this <laughs> dumbest shit and yeah. holding on to it. So there, there's a, uh, speaking of Vegas and, or excuse me, uh, casinos and whatnot, uh, there's a Instagram show right now called uh, All Gas, No Breaks. And it's yeah. like this nerdy, young 20-year-old dressed up in a really bad game show host mm-hmm. uh, uh, suit. And he'll just go to these weird conventions and do uh, interviews. And like, he'll just pick a city. It's kind of like, you know, the high times and low places, but he's just interviewing these people that are, are inebriated, right? Oh, so, yeah. Again, because I'm the purveyor of the internet and I try to <laughs> stay, stay, stay in the know, uh, I came across this YouTube clip of, of him walking the streets of Las Vegas. And so he'll just pull apart, you know, pull aside random people. All right, so we're going we're gonna to give this a, a look here. You remind me of a cigarette. Why? Because I want to get you fucking lit. And then put your butt in my mouth. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, reporting live here from Fremont Street. We about the PMC on BS Yes. If you don't like eating ass, then fuck you. Oh. You know what that sound is? Whoa, whoa, whoa. My name is Mr. Daddy. Really I'm actually looking for the most romantic place in Las Vegas. Romantic place? Because I want to take you both there. I thought that was your. Oh no! I thought that was your horn <laughs> doing that. Which guy's the guy interviewing? I, 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 I don't know. I guess, suit. I don't know. This Uncle Daddy guy stole the mic and uh, started randomly interviewing. Oh my people. god! This is why I can't go to places. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't be around that kind of dude. He's he's got like. Uh, what has he got? It's There's a like fur a, jacket. I don't know what kind of mohawk kind yeah. of thing. Lies, <laughs> lies. Can I get like 20 more um, hours of your time? <laughs> so, what's your favorite flower? Dick. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, wait, wait. One more question. One more question. One more question. We gotta go, but and, and, and. can you walk slower, please? Can we get more hips, less shoulders? Reporting live, 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 live. I don't know. Okay, maybe this is uh, this is a failed bit here. I, I thought I, we were gonna get into. Uh, I got tired to see your boobs, so I want to see some butthole. Show me your butthole. Show your butthole. So that's at Talladega Super Speedway. So what does that guy do? He just goes to people. Get he just goes up? to like do these random events. Does this and get like, a lot of views? I don't know. Well, this one has a million flat earth co- flat earth conference. I said earth. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Brain blast. This is not real. We are here at the Flat Earth Convention in Dallas, Texas, where nearly a hundred people have traveled across this two-dimensional planet plane to share the truth about what the hell is going on. Flat gang, baby. Flat gang, all the way. It's flat. What the hell is going on? The energy inside is electric. There's a lot of big words being thrown around, and frankly, I believe all of them. Let's go inside and figure out who's doing the lying. Who's doing the lying? Who's doing the lying? Who's doing the lying? Fucking tell me, Andrew, who is doing the lying? What do you think about this guy? Oh, God. Picture Dave, Bill Nye. Dave Nye, the lion guy. Yeah. I think he's a clown. I think he's an agent. I think he's a controlled operative. Basically, uh, 
black magician that's been compromised working for the sorcery elite. He's selling uh, solipsism, he's selling snake oil, he's selling deception, he's selling moral relativism. He's a, a demon, charlatan, manipulator, deceiver. Jesus, this wow. guy really hates him. <laughs> I really? <laughs> he's just going through a catalog of he's all the... He's got a lot of tattoos on his so neck. Would you get a tattoo on your neck? Would I ever? No. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I have a theory of people that have tat neck tattoos or face tattoos. Yeah. Well, it's not really a theory, but it's more of a mindset of just like, you just don't care about society anymore. You, you sound old as shit. I'm a boomer. Yeah, you sound it. Look at that. <laughs> no, honestly, like, it's just like, if you're... If it makes you're you just look going, pretty badass, though. Oh, sure, because you don't care. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's not a derogatory you you thing. Can, you think you can sell something in your field of work, like, with, with a... With a teardrop big, tattoo on my eye, or... Well, no, not your eye, like, on your neck. On my neck? Like a spider web or something. Yeah, maybe if it was, like, inter interactive, like, maybe there was, like, I'll insert, like, an RFID chip, and, like, hey... Give me your phone well. and scan my neck with my neck tattoo. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't mean to sound derogatory. It's just like you. You really just don't care. Well, you know what it is? I think about societal kind of. I'm trying know. hard to do that myself, but I don't want to look like that. And there's then, some people though that are but, listening to this right now that might have the spider web on their neck, and they would probably agree. Going, I don't give a fuck, bro. I, just, I don't give an F. I thought that buzzer but was just for I me. Guess I thought that was my buzzer. It, we're, I'm keeping everyone in check. Oh, there you go. It. Are you feeling like it's also that they, they gave so little of a fuck that they're not even worried about coming back if they wanted to? I don't know. Where do like, you... I don't, I, don't, I don't How do you dress that up? I don't, I don't know. I don't you know, you know what, though? Damon John? Turtleneck. Shark Tank? Damon yeah. John? You know, the, uh, the guy that started FUBU? He's on Shark... Do you watch Shark Tank? No. Not really? No. All right. Well, he, I've seen them. Which one is he? Is he the? They're all kind of arrogant assholes. Like, he he's the the black guy that is always dressed in a suit. Oh, oh yeah, you know, always okay. well dressed. Yeah, his Shark Tank persona. He always has a big tie, buttoned up shirt collar because of his tattoo. Because you know, in his casual wear, like when he's making Fubu stuff, like casually, he's got a full neck full of tattoos. So why would he cover it up for the show? That dude That's truly can can not give a fuck and he'll be fine. And he doesn't give a well, yeah. I mean, but I guess there's that persona of. I don't know. like him already. Yeah. I would true. get a neck tattoo. <laughs> I thought you had one walking in today. That's it was a just scar. a scar. I didn't even see the scar on your neck, which I don't know why you don't emphasize that more. Being knifed? You'd be the badass vegan. The badass yeah. vegan. What do you want me to do to nef uh, emphasize? I it? don't know. Maybe you get that tattoo. With what? Look like here. look here? Yeah. Like <laughs> knife wound? No, like the cheers sign, like the finger pointing. Oh. <laughs> On your, neck, your scar? <laughs> just like, or like, you know, the old school bar sign where it looks like an LED arrow just going right to the scar. You never mentioned this scar before. We, I've never seen it. I literally saw a shadow on your collarbone. And I was like, oh, did you get a new tattoo? And then you immediately thought I was talking I'm very, about this. I'm a very sensitive person. That really. I'm sorry. I, I didn't make this. Make part of the reason why I didn't talk much in the first like 15 minutes here. Between <laughs> you and <laughs> your family. You and your family and my wife and everybody telling me I curse too much. Be you, Chris. Be you. I'm falling apart. So don't now stop. I'm in, now I'm sorry. I'm in some really Get bad spot head. right here. I don't know, Rob. Do you have anything to help his anxiety right now? His well, the. The old English one. I'm trying me. to chug this. This is bad. Yeah, it's bad. That's what this yeah. one. Like, well, grab a grab a two hearted. That's why I got him. 
The week's bad. Can we troll somebody live in what? I don't know, like on some comment section of something that's hot that we can just put something out there and watch them comment as we sit here, like get really angry. Uh, We can log into our Twitter and start. Can we get... Oh, oh, Chris, uh, speaking of Twitter, I I Mm. booted up a picture of sneakers here. Yes. Given that you've made uh, comments on Sean and I's, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, sneaker fascination. Those look like sneakers that might, like, my kid would have wore. Okay, like, so Gucci mm-hmm. is legit, and all these high-end couture fashion houses are selling sneakers that look worn out and beat up. These are $800. Oh, that's how they're sold? Yeah. Th- these are brand new. On the See, see that <laughs> velvet cushion? That's the retail store. And these are Gucci $800 shoes. There's like, yeah, there's like smudge marks. Like, it looks like... Uh, it looks like like if you took it and like you were a uh, chimney sweeper. That those were your. <laughs> See, but this is the way Rob likes his shoes, though, yeah, right? You like them? Yeah, beat I up? mean, I beat mine up too. Now, if they weren't eight hundred dollars, would you buy them brand new, dirty? No, I don't even like those things. Why like, do you, you like? A... Do you like the looks of those? They're horrible. Yeah. Oh. I, I I do want to point out, Chris. They I, look like they're size two. What do you think of these? You can take a picture for the for the squad here. Those are okay. I made these. You made them? Yeah. What do you mean you made it? Nike ID. If you go to NikeID.com, you can design your own sneaker. Oh, really? So I made these to uh, go to Phillies games with. See the colors? <laughs> so you put that really gay air bubble in the bottom? Well, that's the... I'm just joking. I'm I just love... These are the Air Force 90s, man. These are one of my favorites. Oh, those are the Air Force? Mm-hmm. I've heard of those. Yeah. Well, there's Air Force Max, Air Force 90, Air Force One. You know, like there's all mm-hmm. levels... You're the a real sneakerhead. Yeah, I got a question for you about the sneaker thing from I'm last week. When I was sne- not I'm not here. like an obnoxious one. I have a small passion. For At it. least you wear them out because don't don't yeah, a lot yeah, wear yeah, them, yeah. use them as trophies, and they just shove them like on, in a box. Yeah, and, hermetically sealed uh, ca- cabinet. Yeah, that's crazy. Cologne. Yeah, when you uh, made the uh, spring shoes that you talked about last week. How did your brother not uh, scream at you for taking a spring out of a remote control car to put it in a shitty sneaker? He thought, it was a, he thought it was a good, well, because we were cleaning them. We were very serious about cleaning our RC cars. Yeah, but it, then you want to put it back together so it functions, and you took your spring out I for a I don't know. Sneaker. He probably called me the F word and, and like, uh, shook his head. <laughs> pissed at you. <laughs> Fucking Jim. <laughs> so, so yeah. can you describe what did you, what did you do to alter... Or like customize those sneakers. So you basically pick a style of sneaker that you want. Yeah. And then you can choose color patterns on the different elements of the sneaker. So what did you change? So the swoosh color. Yeah. The bottom. The, uh, the, so the sole. Mm -hmm. And then you can do like this patch of leather, this patch of leather, this patch of leather. Like you can, I mean, you can make these look like a tie-dye shirt if you wanted. This fabric here you could change. So every element, I don't know all the names of the different sides of parts of the shoe. Right. But, you know, the bridge of the foot you could change, this strip, the swoosh, this logo. Yeah, I mean, you can really get creative with it. And this is just the one style. So. I mean, they look good. They look like regular. Yeah. Oh, and sneakers. They, and they match. See yeah, what I they do? do. Do you match? I take the, I take, that's, you know. I do you it, match? Keep like it. when you get, a, you put your attire together, do you look at your sneakers and try to match it with like a hat? I, I consider it. I don't, I don't, Patrice O'Neill said, like you know. Like black like, dudes like to, um, 
Yeah, the hat they, and the they, shoes. They, have they to match, match very well. White yeah. people don't no. give a shit. Although, I mean, truth be told, my normal attire is, you know, black, white shirt, black pants, and my sneakers are black and white. So I guess, like, I'm just a, I'm a zebra. This is my week. You only see me in my weekend attire. My yeah. weekly attire, I'm the psychopath, just white and black every day of the week. Why? Same thing. Because it's just easier. Just get up. I have 32 of these white t-shirts. I have 10. Oh, like you the mentioned po- that. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this. What about, how do you defense about like going into uh, your white shirts with your pit stains? Mm. Well, that's when I replace them. That's why I have so oh, many. Oh, that's why you have so many. Yeah. Like, you they know, get yellow and I stuff get, on there. Yeah, yellow and then like the <laughs> ring. Or like the, it's like the middle part is yellow and then like the brown line. It looks like a vein around the sweat stain. Did you ever do anything about that? No, no. Summer's around the corner. I know. I don't, it's a, it peaks and, and valleys. It seems like your anxiety and things are starting to like bubble over here, right? So well, it's, a, it's subsided. I think, uh, you know, I've turned the corner, so to speak. Yeah. So the, the cloud has cleared. And that's how it happens. It just cycles. The weather's gotten nice. The sun's been out. That's all know. it was? Oh, I don't so know. Work it's weather-related. It's a, it's a culmination. I think, you know, business-related, too. Yeah. We've, got, we've gotten some really good news at work. We're, we're going into a very busy production season, which is good. Yeah. You know, so there's a... It's that's all you just got to work through it. Mm. Although I will say I discovered on my run this morning a medical medicinal marijuana dispensary that is attached to my primary doctor's office. Wow. And I mean, that could be a sign. You guys could be influencing the universe to get me into the vape shop. Well, I think you should. At the very least, I mean, at CBD. this point, you should. I is there a strand for no sweat? What what a what a good strand name that would be. No sweat. No sweat. Yeah, you got any dry pit indica? Yeah. No sweat sounds like a really chill strain. No sweat. Yeah. That'd be a good one. I might try that. Even is that edible, what you need? A no sweat? Well, I mean, sweat is obviously tied to some level of body temperature, which is then triggered by some level of anxiety and all of that. Yeah. You know, break it down. I'm not sweating yet, although it's getting warm in here, right? It, yeah, it is. And see, I warm close the studio doors, and it it's quieter. This interrogation lamp heats up the room. Yeah, <clears throat> but so jumping off this topic here about your sweat. Yes. Um, what's up with the live stream? We're gonna do that soon. Uh, sure. Not to put the you know, put you on the fire. <laughs> I I think, uh, you know, once we get our producer more involved that, you know, with all the buttons and components that need to be pushed and pressed yeah. and arranged, it might be a little bit much for me to juggle every episode. But I think that we can get there. Hmm. I think we can get there. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll make this commitment, Chris. If we can do two back-to-back podcasts on time, the third, the, the are you thir- saying that we were <laughs> we were that late today? According to the te- the the schedule thread last night, okay, two o'clock was going to be the start. No, time. I said I was leaving at one. It's an hour, right? No, we're further than an hour. Hour and a half. 
I don't make a big deal because I know. Takes us like takes me about like two hours. No, no, but it takes me like twenty five minutes just to meet up with Rob at the Wawa. Mm, What do you guys get a, a, a hoagie? Yeah, we get some Sometimes. little shorty. Yeah, a little shorty. A Wawa pretzel, a Philly pretzel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back it off. Yeah, you turn the spotlight on me. I'm just turning it back on. Every time that Sean's here, he and I are, have at least 20 minutes. Just like last week, did not shit. that that didn't count. That, <laughs> this was like Armageddon in here last weekend. <laughs> that was bad. The traffic. Was oh so bad. right. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I deleted That's that from my memory. Yeah. So that's what was you're going crazy. on? No. No. So that's my commitment. If we if we can string together two on-time podcasts, we'll, the third one will live stream. Deal. Are you saying because the, the live stream's going to be sitting waiting for us? <laughs> Actually, that would work in our favor. So you can be late on the live stream, yeah. Because you know we come to you, right? Yes. You came and to us twice. Three times. Four times. Four times. I try. That's why I don't make it a big deal. All right. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you're doing some passive aggressive. Um, oh, no, no, no. Manager boss stuff right now. I don't do the passive aggressive thing. I'm, I'm pointing out. Is this out. how you discipline your employees? See something, say something. Do you call? That's, do you call did you ever have to discipline somebody? Do are, you tell them you, to come in and close the door? Are you sweating? A little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a lot of stuff going on right now. I'm well, like let's talk trying, about it, Chris. Oh, no. I, there's no, I'm just, I feel like I feel like I curse too much on here. Oh, I feel, man. See, Chris, I'm sorry. Yeah. Rob, give Chris a hug. Now, now <laughs> I'm being disciplined because I'm late. <laughs> Doing it for your family. How you do you don't know if your wife how, is how texting me and saying, you know, Chris can't get out of the house on time. I, I want him home. How do you discipline someone from work? I Did you ever have to say, um, so-and-so, uh, can you come in my office, please? And do you, like, say, shut the door behind you? Usually it happens in here. Really? Like, and they go, the, slide those doors. Yeah, but it's never about discipline. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, this is an open office. Sit so I down. Can't. Not in Chris's chair. Yeah. <laughs> You know why you're here, right? That's how I started. <laughs> <Do you? laughs> no. Thankfully, no. Thankfully, it's you know, it's it's never discipline. It's more. Con- I told you how my management style is, and yeah, you've but called you me never a progressive. Showed me, never showed me how you discipline. You would be the worst employee. I bet. Why? You'd be late every day. Mm, well, maybe I would live in the in the, uh, here, not like an hour and a half You'd away. Have every excuse, like something would happen. Yeah. You'd have like drama between colleagues, like a coworker. You'd be like, you know, Bob left his tuna fish sandwich in the refrigerator, and you know, I don't like the smell of tuna fish. You think I would be the one to do that? I yeah. feel like I feel like people would have problems with me. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like people would have issues with me, and I would come in unexpected. Like you'd say, "Sit down," and I'd be like, "What's up?" And then you'd say, "Uh." Close the door. <laughs> yeah. You know why you're here, right? Yeah. It's a, l- a lot of negative uh, comments about you. So, yeah. I'd, I'd Okay. So, if people complained about you, how would I handle that with you? Yeah. So, I'd, I'd, I'd bring you in here. I'd, and I'd you cl- would have to really go after me, too, because you want to show any biasness. 
Well, I pretend I, you know, like, yeah, I, that's let's his, pretend that's his boy. He yeah, can't. let's pretend that you're, oh, just, we're not a uh, you know, okay. we don't, we're not friends, and you're yeah, just okay. like that guy in the office that causes okay. all the problems. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What kind of problem? <laughs> like, what kind of problem? Right, so, okay. So, if you think that the people would complain about you, why would you think that? All right, so, I, yeah, like the things I think will get under people's nerves. Oh, so you you like poke the bear? No, kind no. Of thing? Well, no, but. Like certain things, like first of all, I mean, it looks like some people here might have like cozy spots out there, uh-huh. like maybe like um, certain windows are more yeah. favored, like you know, like their desks. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Those so, are like, the desks are like positioning overlooking outside the window of like the city a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd want a certain window, mm. and maybe I'd be like asking why this person has. A window, like those are the kind of things. Got it, got it. But um, you, but you wouldn't like, uh, like smear the window with something so their view is. No, I don't think I would do pranks. I don't mm. think I would do pranks. Um, maybe my food. So you're the type of employee that would come in and like sit at my desk and like bring these matters to me constantly throughout the day and the week. Like, hey. You know, <laughs> why does Bill get that window? Yeah. Well, I, Chris, I, he's been here for six years and, yes. you know, you just started last week and, you know, there's a little seniority. And then, yeah. yeah. I think I might ask you about that. I might, I, I think <laughs> I might, I'd ask like, I think I might ask like, how come um, these people are allowed to have cigarette breaks so much? Cigarette I don't, breaks. Yeah, like wow. I'm. I don't smoke. So, where? What kind of break am I allowed to have? You know, I would. I would say that's a very valid point, Chris. Is and that how you would handle? I, handle I it? would. So, I would. if I went to you and I said, "Okay, so and so and so and so and so and so," there's usually like three smokers in an office, and, I'd and go, they love and they love to smoke, and they usually like do like uh, they they don't even have to communicate. They just know like they look at each other and like, yeah, yeah. it's time. Let's do that cigarette break. And they go out <laughs> down. They probably have to go all the way downstairs. And you're probably like, yeah, you, you know, I'm, I allow them to go cigarette breaks. Like, how often do they do cigarette breaks? Uh, well, thankfully, I, I have a smoke-free office. What? But like, like hypothetically, yeah, I mean, uh, I see people. I mean, there's people. I mean, there's, there's seven stories in this building, and you know, I, I don't know, thirty offices. It is the same group of people, to your point, same group of people. Every time that I come into the office, leave the office, go for yeah. lunch, anytime I go down to the lobby, it's, they are there. They are there. It's, it's at least an hour of their well, work. So I would want my break. <laughs> but it wouldn't be for cigarettes. It might be just like maybe some like phone time. Yeah. I would, like, and I would know, say, you know, Christian, no one likes a tattletale. You would call me by my whole first the name? The whole name, yeah, to keep it serious because, you know. Why are you concentrating on other people so much, Christian? You know, no one likes a tattletale. I'm not tattling. I just would like to get mine. So I would probably have little things that I would like pinpoint. Mm. Why do, do I sound like a hard person to employ? <laughs> no, no, oh. not at all. No, because I was looking for a job. If you know. uh, <laughs> 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 Sounds like I already... But by, by, by like gonna get in yeah, the, the yeah. first the first uh, like during the orientation like you you just pick apart everyone and just like ask questions about everyone else and you know, like really focus on like their breaks and their behavior and everything yeah. like, just keeping a, a a journal when you're spitballing breaks. ideas too are you allowed to use like you know like any kind of app that's like like you know 
I don't know, like, oh, it's not going to work. Like, something like that. If, like, if I use the soundboard for, like, uh, bad uh, ideas and things like that. Just randomly in the office? Yeah. So if I'm, like, giving a presentation to the team? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's probably bad. That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> How would you handle somebody doing that? I'd call them out. So I had an employee once that, you know, I, I ha- so we have one weekly meeting, right? Mm-hmm. It's our company meeting and it's all that I ask in terms of a regroup for everyone. It's just, we talk about our week, what we're going to do, goals, objectives, all of that. But on top of that, I do town halls, right? And that's more of like company gathering. It's a couple days, you know, but I'll, you know, give a presentation and <clears throat> do some activities and stuff like that. But I had one guy who he was the type of guy that had a problem for every solution type mm-hmm. of deal. Like his mindset was just so jacked mm-hmm. and uh, he had, he was just so full of ego and hubris and like pride. And, and so, you know, I would be in the middle of a presentation and he would just take out his laptop and start like checking emails <laughs> and like, and I would pause. Sounds like a lot of confidence. Him? Yeah. But it was all, it was all false. Uh, like it was like his ego told him like, I should be doing this right now. Not, Hey, maybe yeah. I should be respectful and listen to what, you know, James is saying. So he would just pull up his laptop and start firing away. And I'm like, so I would call him out. I would stop and I and I would say, is this is this really important right now that you need to go th- check your email? He's like, oh, I got I got to respond to someone. And I said, well, listen, un- uh, unless a deal is closing that is going to make or break within the next fifteen minutes, I you know I'd appreciate if you just close your laptop and Shit. complete this. Did people go, ooh. No, but it it just kind of level set things like yeah. because I I am I'm not a hard ass, but sometimes you just gotta you just gotta call it out just to like establish you did when we were late. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, all right. So, but I don't bust your balls for real because I'm empathetic that you drive and make the effort. You come here, so I don't make it a thing. I make it a bit. Well, I mean, sounds a little more than a bit. It's not. All right. Plus, I wanted to stop talking about my, you stop talking about my sweating. Yeah. Now, if you make an Italian joke right now, Chris. No, I'm stopping everything. I'm stopping the cursing. I'm stopping saying uh, anything, like trying. Something broke inside of you. Yeah. Everybody broke me with the comments <laughs> and <laughs> comments. And Ever since we discovered you were a sociopath. <laughs> yes. I'm living in my head now. <laughs> well, channel like. Channel Patricia. What was that movie? The guy had Channel 20... Channel Patricia. <laughs> he had the, uh, it was called Split. The movie Split, where he had 27 personalities, and whenever he would do something really Are bad... Are you talking about the Michael Keaton movie? No, no, no. It was oh, a uh, superhero M. Thing? Night... No, it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. No, never saw it. So anyway, he was like crazy, obviously, but like whenever he would do re- something really, really bad, kill someone, something nefarious, he'd be like, Patricia made me do it. Yeah, so that, you can, that's a superhero uh, movie, isn't it? Like the no, three, who no, else it's was called it? Split. Hold on, let me look it up. Talk amongst yourself. Can we troll somebody? <laughs> we can get real-time shit like we can... Like I, I was trolling people on a, a News Twelve site one time. Just <laughs> News Twelve. Yeah, it's on Facebook because it was uh, it was Trump was de- doing the uh, a rally in. All right, in, hold on. Here, here's the trailer for Split. 
Just a nice guy loading his car with his family. Young girl sees something broken in the parking lot. Hey, oh. Pardon me, sir. I think you have the wrong car. It's a good movie. What are we doing here? What the hell? Is are you that? saying that I'm like this guy? I was sent to get you for a reason. I'm just saying you could blame whatever your behaviors are on Patricia. Yeah. Your split personality. Patricia's my split personality? Well, his. I just use that as an example. Oh. You can name yours whatever you want. Who is that? Maybe she can help us. Well, don't worry. Yeah, this is... This is a, yeah, but it's M. Night Shyamalan. It's not... Yeah, there's a sequel to this with Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson, and they're all like mutants. Like they're, They have superpowers. Mm. Really? This is from 2017. Never heard of this. Yeah, the, we just watched. I don't. We watched whatever it was. It's. I didn't realize it was super. I mean, there was nothing superhero about this. But one, the, you watch uh, that same character, and he, he's. I don't know who that guy is, but uh, he's he escapes multi- in the end. Like he run- multiple personalities, and Bruce right. Willis has some kind of superpower, and so does uh, Samuel L. Jackson. In this, it's a sequel to this. I think. I think there's a bunch of movies that. All right. Anyway, I don't. I don't remember what the other movie was. Maybe there's a montage of all his personalities. That would be a good clip. Hedwig, I have red socks. Why are we talking about this again? Because Chris is a sociopath. We discovered that, and so I'm just saying, if he feels bad for all the things that are silencing him, his cursing. Uh-huh. I said he could blame, oh, you know, blame like develop, yeah, like or develop a new character. That's why I'm behaving this podcast. This <laughs> is this is this episode. This is why this is what this, people well, want this, from this me. This is no so fun, Chris. Uh, we want the old Chris back. Really? Yes, we love you. Had a counter and a buzzer ready to go for me. I feel. I'm, yep, that thing. You almost. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this no. is what it's like if you want me to just. Glass. That's the other one. Okay. That's the one we watched. Yeah, right. that's a Listen, I'm going to get another beer. Come and back. I'll come back. Oh, the regular Chris? Yes. All right. All right. All right. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah. Don't go through people's stuff out there, Christian, because, you know, you're still on probation. James All McAvoy. Right. All right. Glass the movie, Rob? Yeah, Unbreakable. There's mm. a bunch, I think... There's a bunch of them. So know. what do you? Who do you want to troll? Like, do you want to just? I don't. I don't know how we do this on a live. Well, I don't. Like, if you broadcast. put something on the comment section in the beginning of the show that you think would be like, like as trending or as a hot topic that people will get fiercely angry about if you put something up there. Like, yep. For instance, I did this just for fun the like couple weeks ago when Trump was doing his rally in Wildwood, and News Twelve was they had a bunch of posts and it was on my. Facebook feed. So yep. I just put in the comments section, I love the poorly educated quote, Donald Trump uh, campaign trail 2016. So that wasn't, re- it was just a quote I put up there that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of people were laughing and get, you know, giving me likes, but then people, some people are like, obviously you're one of those people. Like they fucking jump on it and just start no going shit. nuts. Like, and 
it just kept going and going and going. And I'm like, oh, oh, we should God do this once on a large Facebook. Like if the flat earthers, can we find a flat earther? I want to talk to a flat earther. <sighs> Is there like a flat earth society we can phone during one of these things and get an interview from one of these <laughs> fucking guys? <laughs> I think that would be fun. I think that I'll talking to one it. of these idiots. And we, we don't have to come out of the gate and yell at them. I want them to explain. Like that guy who was talking about Bill Nye. Now, you, you see these people all over. Every single thing is a conspiracy. Like everything. All if, right. Here's a contact page for the Flat Earth Society with a telephone number. Do you want to call them? Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I think this is illegal. Oh, because we're taping them? So you just have to say, hi, this is Rob. Okay. <laughs> we're calling you from the Rob's Garage podcast. Yeah. Do you uh, have it? Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. Is that a local number? Is that a... 865? I don't think so. I've never... All right. We're going to give him a call. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your uh, call cannot be completed as dialed. They're not uh, even paying their fucking bills. Again. Nope. Is that a surprise? Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call can. Hey, look who's here! It's Chris. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> wow. Hey, Chris. Jeez, how you been? Good. <laughs> wow. Good to see you. I feel a little better about myself. You know, you said you were going to be here at uh, 4.15 and it's 4 o'clock. You're early? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, That's man. awesome. Well, what the fuck is up? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I could see like, I could see the attempt from you that I appreciate it. Engage. Engage <laughs> Rob, in conversation. Rob is still mad. Our- why? Because <laughs> we tried to uh, prank call, not prank call, but Rob wanted to trigger someone, so we went onto the Flat Earth Society website and tried to live call them. Yeah. They didn't pay their bill, I guess. Did you ever meet a Flat Earther? Yeah, once. Really? A yeah. real one? Yep. Wow. Oh, you probably get him at the bar. Yeah, there was one dude that came into the bar. He, he wasn't drink, really. He was some dude who came back to the area after years and years, mm-hmm. apparently. But he, yeah, he went on to... He eventually let it out that he was a flat earther. And he would show pictures on his cell phone of the moon. I don't remember What's what his the theory moon was. Guys what do you say? Like, it, oh, this is just it, the one It was side. a night shot of the moon. You ever take a picture of the moon with your phone at night? It's yeah. a fucking little dot. And then yeah. one dot was bigger than the other. And somehow that made sense to him why the world was flat. Mm. And no one wow. could, no one could uh, decipher what he was talking about to even argue with the fucking guy. But, but it was... Uh, was maybe, it, maybe they're right. Was his name Johnny Spring? I don't remember what his name was, but he was one of them dudes, though. I think he was one of those type of dudes wandering. He had it all figured out. He used to drop off artwork to people, just bring it in and give it away. If you're a flat earther, are you like usually prone to all conspiracies? That's what I was. The, the, you saw that guy in the interview, like Bill Nye. I, I mean, I think he's he's not really a scientist. He's like a promoter or something like that. Isn't that what his deal is? He's not actually a scientist yeah he's i forgot what they call his title but but uh i I don't think the dude's a demon and he's wreaking havoc on whatever that guy claimed he was doing but that guy i'm sure everything to that dude is conspiracy everything he's actually a mechanical engineer yeah i feel like i've watched this guy pour some 
like something into another something yeah, and then he, smoke come out. He did there. Uh, I saw it. He's, he, he, <laughs> he's an eighth grade science teacher. Yeah, that's what I feel like he does. <laughs> he there's makes a, smoke. There's a clip on here of him arguing with Tucker Carlson somewhere on the internet and, they, and he was bringing it up. He's like, you're not even really a scientist and he didn't. To, uh, so his, his Wikipedia page says he's an American science communicator, television presenter, and mechanical like, engineer. Yeah, he's like basically a television personality at this point. Well, what was the science. show that we grew up with, uh, Mr. Science? Mr. Wizard? Mr. Wizard. Yeah, that dude really... Was he a real scientist? I don't know. I never really watched it. I remember what he looks like. Mr. Wizard? I don't think yeah. I remember him. Mr. Wizard. He, some older dude looked like Judge Wapner almost, and he had a sweater and a... Oh, this is very old. Yeah, but this was great. You never watched uh, Mr. Wizard growing up? I don't think so. He, yeah. he would be pouring shit He's into stuff. He's old as shit. Kid. He died in 2007. He, would, he was 89. Yeah, you might have a, a clip somewhere. Right, we're going we're gonna to boot up Mr. Yeah, Wizard. I see, here. I always remember him with oh, yeah. the sweater and the collar coming out. Yeah, the famous ammonia fountain. Oh, I kind of remember him. Plain water. I'm not sure, but... You don't think it's plain water? No, because of all the, the bubbles, bubbles in there. Yeah. And what's inside, you know? Water and what? Um, type of gas. Yeah, carbon dioxide gas. Mm -hmm. So you want to open that slowly? Oh, Timmy. Don't do I'll it, get Timmy. The towel ready. Oh, boy. Timmy just yeah. went for it. Oh, and it exploded. See, you know, we grew up with this, and now the kids grew up with uh, people putting Mentos in Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, that's a science experiment. <laughs> that guy kind of actually reminds me a lot of uh, what we were talking about on the text a couple weeks ago, the uh, uh, Different Strokes episode where Arnold oh, yeah. and Dudley went to the bike shop. This guy kind of looks like the guy who tried yeah. to diddle him. Yeah. What was his name? Mr. I don't know. Bike shop. I don't know. Dudley. <laughs> I feel yeah. like you can get in trouble just for... For playing this? The yeah, for typing this in. I feel like you get paid <laughs> or something. I don't know, back. but this was a valuable life lesson for hey all guys, of us. This is the, the way shows were back just then. have an awful lot of fun with your clothes off. Ooh. Unless, of course, you live at the North Pole. I'm going to freeze your tush off. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fun? Well, for instance, they're skinny dipping. <laughs> Either you guys ever go skinny dipping? Nah, I've never done that. Me neither. I like that there's still a la laugh track on it, too. I know. <laughs> Fun. Listen, guys, if you have not gone skinny dipping, you have missed one of the great joys in this life. I think I got some pictures of This is why here. I don't remember it, but I think I remember. It's like a tub, right? I think he, <laughs> he did try to get him because I was... I mean, clearly they live in Manhattan, so I don't know where they're skinny. Did dipping. we mention that this is different strokes? Oh yeah, different, yeah, and different. it's like a weird episode that they were some old dude was trying to get Arnold and Hello, his friend. Hello, I'm him. Conrad Bain. Oh, and then oh, they got tonight the on different strokes. We're starting a special two-part show on a very sensitive and important subject. Now, we urge families, children, and parents alike to watch both of these informative episodes and then to discuss the problem presented, which is of deep concern to all of us. Now the world don't move. <laughs> I put that music on. Oh my god. Oh. You guys remember like in, in elementary school they would do like the um, celebrity educational series like movies about stranger danger and all of that stuff but it was, was like the, mr t and like, like the after school special shit or uh, no i like, feel like it was just like a, a it wasn't 
on cable, but it was like you'd have to watch it in the school. It was like the fall guy, Mr. T. Uh, <laughs> like, no, nah, I don't think I don't remember remember Like they're doing no. PSAs? Yeah, but it was all like scenarios where like Tony Danza would be at the park, be like, hey, you know, like pull up in the van, hey, little Johnny, you want some candy? <laughs> but they were no, all I, acted and like gave like a message at the end of the I remember those videos, but not with celebrities. Yeah. Uh, uh, you have one? I don't I don't even know where to search it or how to uh, Mr. T school. I remember Mr. T being like a big. Oh, here we go. Education. Mr. T dead. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I pity the fool that killed him. They still got like do the whole like lots of necklaces and I wonder Just as an old man. Put a Mr. T PSA in the search up there. Maybe they have those. Uh, Mr. T is still around. Is he's he? Only, yeah, he's only 67. Oh, that's it? Yeah, he's a young buck. Damn. Can we get him on the podcast? He looks the same. Yeah, that would be a pretty good first guest, Mr. T. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He used to do the drug ones. Oh, yeah. Back in the I get day. angry just thinking about it. It makes me mad. Little kids doing drugs, it turns my stomach. That's <laughs> up hurts. It stops you from living up to your potential. It holds you back. It hurts the user. It hurts his family. And it hurts his friends. I just want to necklaces. say to you kids that are using drugs and think about using it. So remember, don't or else. I think we yeah. need to talk to Mr. Okay. T- Mr. T and find out what he defines drugs as because I don't think it's the same as it used to be. <laughs> that reefer. <laughs> there, there's a great... There's a great video of Mr. T being interviewed by like a local TV show host or someone. And, and they're like, you know, it's like this older white woman. She's like, you know, Mr. T, I see there's, I don't know, maybe $2 million worth of uh, jewels on your neck and all the gold chains. But then I look at your shoes and they're taped together. And he had like this really great message about like him wearing shitty shoes just to remind him where he came from. Oh, really? It so like, he, a- like it helps him stay humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at him smiling right there. What did he, what, like, why did Mr. T even become a thing? I don't know. Yeah, what the, made him Mr. T? Before the A-team, was there a Mr. T, or did he? DC Cab, yo. Yeah, that was. Oh, that shit, was a he was in that? Yeah, he was in that. Ah. All right. Here, all right here, here's. I'm looking at you with, I don't know, $10 million worth of diamonds and million. gold and everything, and then I'm looking at your shoes that are just a disaster. Now, <laughs> you explain to me what's with He gets shoes mad. He looks pissed. That's pretty funny. You see, well, to some people they might see this tacky, but there's a message in these shoes. You see, uh, these shoes keep me humble. And if uh, you recall last time that we met, I had these shoes. They weren't in that bad of a shape, you know. But these shoes were handed down through my family. My father wore them, my brothers wore them, and things like that. So they keep me humble, keep me and let me remember that I have a brother and sisters back in Chicago not doing to where I got mother and father that I must take care of. So it's They're big high tops with black duct tape all over them. Yeah, That's man. a good message. Yes, and he probably did not like that question from her. No, he got he got serious quick. Yeah, Nancy <laughs> Reagan asking <laughs> <laughs> him that. Oh, how, did, how amazing, right? Like, just say no. Yeah, the, and that became a real campaign. Brilliant. Yeah. Just say no. It's that easy. Fucking retarded. That easy, kids. It, it, I I thought it was pretty funny how Dave Chappelle wound that up on his last special. What did he say? He was talking about the white, the fact that. The heroin epidemic mainly impacts white communities. And he likened it to the crack epidemic of the 80s and 90s. And he said, now I know how they felt back then. Because I don't care either. And then, <laughs> then he brought it back. 
He was like, hang in there, whites. Just say no. That's so hard. And I was oh, like, fuck, man. Yeah. Totally fucking brought that back perfectly. There was some great stuff. Uh, he just got the Mark Twain Award, and they the, his acceptance speech was pretty pretty good. I don't know how... I don't know how anybody doesn't like that dude. Did you uh, Did you guys watch Bill Burr, um, Paper Tiger? I think I did. It's, it's oh, that's as, pretty good. It's that's pretty. It's good. pretty equal to Dave. To Dave, Dave, yeah, yeah, to like this whole like anti. I gotta watch it again. Like I think anti woke. Yeah. What I thought I'm was surpri- I'm surprised Bill Burr didn't get anything like know, trouble yeah. for this. What I thought was really brilliant about that special was because uh, the Bill Burr one. Yeah. Is because he was going in a direct, like with each of the topics, he was going so far one way with the topic yeah. that you're like, ah, oh, I kind of, yeah. kind of, I'm not feeling this, like, because it's, yeah. uh, you're starting to feel something like yeah, yeah. he's just going in the wrong direction. And then he just ties it together yeah, so yeah. brilliantly and like goes yeah. the opposite direction with it and like makes his point yeah. so clearly. I, you know, he's just brilliant. I'm at surprised what he does. those guys don't get, I guess there's certain people that just are grandfathered in to this whole allowed to speak their minds like that kind of I, thing. I don't, I, or that he did it so well where, because he navigated the emotional yeah. sort of strain of like what he his might, message was. I don't think, I mean, I have to watch that one again, but it may be what you're saying, but Dave Chappelle has no one to answer to. What are they going to do to him? He can't, you can't cancel him. He's as free as free can be. There's well, Rob, no, it's uh, something called fuck you money. Yeah, he's got fuck, he's got a lot of fuck you money. And a lot of people that <laughs> like it. I mean, I think there's more regular folk out there than the ultra woke. Yeah. I think they're just, we're, we're seeing the fringes of both sides taking center stage while the rest of us are kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But speaking of fu money, Bloomberg, right now what he's doing with his ad, like... It's clear that he's probably not going to make it, you know, to the primaries, right? You know, like that guy can barely talk. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but he's what I love his ad campaigns though because they're just. Are you talking? Somebody mentioned that he was he hired like young people to do the memes memes or something. Well, I mean, he in last year he invested in a digital ad agency that was like this covert ad agency that Mm -hmm. he dumped millions of dollars in, and no one knew what it was. But now it's all kind of coming to light. Like this was all a part of his strategy. But it's funny and sad at the same time because Mm -hmm. clearly, like it's hysterical. Well, it's sad because you know with enough money you can pretty much do anything and influence Mm -hmm. you know a lot of things. But what he's doing in his strategy is clear that it's just lighting money on fire, you know, spending money on ads. But the way he's doing it is so transparently bad. Like he's paying all of these Instagram meme accounts and sponsoring these posts, giving them tons of money to say, okay, hey, make make a self-deprecating like meme about mm-hmm. me. And some of them are pretty fun. Like if you didn't know better, like it's funny, yeah. right? But it's like, could I could see, see how yeah, people are like looking through the lens saying, okay, this is what, you know, this is an opposite version of exactly what Trump and, you know, the Facebook propaganda did on the other end, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, there's humor to it. So I kind of tie into it. It's like he, you know, the Vegas- um, He's not funny though, right? Not inherently, no. I mean, Bloomberg is <laughs> so just someone's like, just telling him what to do. No, yeah, yeah. And so they're just like staff writers writing yeah. this copy. But like, 
the, Trump was in Las Vegas or whatever. And so, um, you know, he's buying out billboards that basically said, mm-hmm. hey, Donald, Donald Trump sent bank, uh, you know, went bankrupt with casinos, knowing how difficult that is because the house wins all yeah, the yeah, time. Sure, right? yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, and then like, uh, you know, he was saying stuff about the farmers or uh, there was there was something that Bloomberg posted like, uh, you know, Trump eats his burgers well done. <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> it's so good. It's perfect. That's what he needs. I'm just because this kind of conversation shit comes up constantly where I'm sick of it now with the people at the bar that I, I just try not to, to engage anymore. But uh, we're talking like if, if when it comes down to the, the final, you know, whoever the nominee is and it's a one on one debates, I don't think I could see anybody really hanging in there with his insults. You know, his crowd goes nuts like for his stupid fucking insults. But like, I think he would literally make a fool out of Biden and Warren if they oh, were up sure. there in front of him. Yeah. Ernie's kind of impervious. You could beat on him all day. It won't make a difference. Yeah, he, he, would, he would stand yeah. his ground. Bloomberg, maybe. I don't know uh, what he can say. No, but it is. So he's what, just speaking he through the billboards. Here, here's just a running list, right? Okay, here's one in Las Vegas. Yeah. Donald Trump cheats at golf. <laughs> like, uh, Donald Trump lost the popular vote. Those are really his. Yeah. These are real. Things. Yeah, Donald Trump went broke running a casino. And this is like very strategic because it's tracking where he's going. Uh, Donald Trump has declared bankruptcy six times. That's what I mean. If you got in his head, like if somebody was witty enough, you need a comedian to run against him, to be on a debate stage, to make a fool out of him to his face. Yeah, why doesn't Bloomberg or like Bernie or somebody hire like a handful of their like stand-up comedians to write for him? Yeah, if he was up there on a debate stage and you took Donald Trump's formula... Of like yeah. giving the little names and shit like that because he's not even that good at it. It's other people like a comedian would yeah. eat his lunch. So here's and what, if you embarrass him to his face oh in yeah. front of his people, he'll lose his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump's wall fell over. So basically, Bloomberg needs to use this strategy to support Bernie. <laughs> this is what they you're saying. Fall right in line and just get because look. I guess he won Nevada. Did he? <laughs> Donald Trump eats burnt steak <laughs> with ketchup. And then it says Mike Bloomberg likes his medium rare. I, I like what he's doing. I like that a I, lot. I, yeah, and then it's it's hysterical. Yeah, but it's not him. No, it's no, not but, like that. No, no I don't think he's going to win either. I'm just glad somebody's doing this back to him. Like somebody's actually taking the low road with him. Look at I this. Guess. Bloomberg has spent $419 million on campaign ads. I mean, that Jesus. is the ultimate F you money move. Yes, like, yeah. you know, he, he, got a, he was embarrassed on the debates last week. I had heard, or I, I mean, I don't remember where it came from, that he was just getting in this race just to fuck with Donald Trump. He's just going after Trump. He's not really, those aren't against yeah. other Democrats. He's, he's no. there to do that. He's yeah. there to spend his I money and fuck this guy. Hysterical. And you can't tell me that quote he said about, okay, yeah, all the rest of the uh, Manhattan elites are laughing behind your back. They always were. You can't tell me that doesn't fucking burn him oh, up I somewhere. Oh, I know it. I Who know the it. fuck said what? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they need to do, I like that. Like, remember uh, Hillary Clinton? When they go low, we go high. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Go low too. That's what this guy understands. So does his fucking base. It's unfortunate. Oops, sorry. Um, it's unfortunate because, you know, the, the whole, you know, Bloomberg original strategy was to do, you know, like bring dignity back. Like that was his campaign message. And now it's just like he's, he's going the low route. Yeah. And unfortunately, it just seems like that's going to be the way of this election yeah. is just, you know, we're going to strip this down and we're going to do playground, you know, that's, I know it, making it, fun of each other. It's terrible. It's for horrible. The country. It's terrible for the country. And it's, 
it's maybe setting a precedence that we might not come back from from a while. But but this, yeah. I want to see this guy eat crow in front of a <laughs> fucking room full of people where he can't come back from it. Because that's really, basically half the supporters that I talk to don't know anything about the policy. They just love that liberal people lose their fucking minds yeah. over him. And and to our point right here, here's a uh, here's a, uh, a slate article that says experts have never seen a political ad blitz like Bloomberg's, and it's the strategy too. I mean, not only the investment in it. But the fact that he's just going with this lowbrow humor, or at least the Donald Trump vert like yeah. strategy of just making fun, you know, taking dignity and respect for the for the office out, and just you know, yeah. Good. But this is all good when they when they do this like uh, Bloomberg versus Trump thing like this. But I feel like in a debate or like when if they had to go against each other, Bloomberg wouldn't. He's not funny. He's not he like... Be, he, this is funny because it's written and it's calculated on the Because somebody spot. else is doing it for Yeah, him. he wouldn't... He, he's too nerdy. He's not going to come off. Donald Trump's still got the alpha male dick. But I, I, I yeah, do... Go, I Donald do. Trump's a troll himself. So he's, he's like he every this 80s stuff. movie villain rolled those into one. Ads, <laughs> those billboards and ads don't bother Trump, though. No. If anything, think, that, like, it kind of makes him... I feel like he... There's a little bit of... Trump and me. I feel like that whole I, like thing of. I think it, I have a feeling it does bother him. He's not, no, but the the trollness of it of like, if I had to remove myself, I don't like Trump. But if I had to remove myself and think of like in Trump's eyes, yeah. like what he's thinking of with these ads, he's probably like, oh fuck yeah, man, let's go. Yeah, well, and prob- he's probably it's probably exciting for him. Like it, that's nothing. Those I, little ads. No, I, I think it's but it's different. It's outside of the norm. And I don't for think the he party respects for- that Bloomberg's retorts and things that he tries to... I don't think he respects it, but I think he fucking gets... Well, he calls him Mini Mike. Now. Yeah, he that's has to come up with a nickname. But that's all he's good for is coming up with little yeah. nicknames and saying shit like that. Like, and anybody with any kind of comedic chops would eat him alive and make a fucking fool out of him. Yeah. Which they need to do. And I'm sorry, fucking Mrs. Rogers, fucking Elizabeth Warren will never do that. Yeah. She's not that good at it. He'll just start saying Pocahontas and his people will be going, ah! Yeah. Bernie, you can beat on Bernie all day long and it doesn't make a difference. Like, he'd get yeah. tired. Like, Bernie, who gives a shit what he says about Bernie? Th- that would be a funny strategy, though, because a lot of comedic comedians are behind Bernie. Yeah. So, like, Sarah Silverman is one of them who just, is very vocal about it. Yeah, so, yeah. if, like, she just wrote his next debate. Yeah. So, that's, that's, good. that's what I mean. They so, should do some kind of, good. like... Let Mike Bloomberg burn, it, uh, burn his money doing this shit. Yeah. And, and get behind Bernie How for that. soon before all these non meaningful people are just gone. I don't know how this but shit works. Like we'll probably, uh, you'll probably next. Like how well, well, that's, that's, super, the, that's the frustrating thing. Super Tuesdays next Tuesday or two Tuesdays where seven or eight states will yeah. decide. And then we don't decide our primaries until June, but you should know the convention is in July. So we should know by at least by July, unless there's yeah. something, but, all right, let's let's pull up a calendar here. <clears throat> no, no, it's going to take too much research to, to, to actually so, get what you're looking for. So but you guys uh, were were talking on the thread uh, during the debates. I was at work, so I couldn't watch it, and I just was watching what you guys were saying, and I was kind of talking to a, a regular customer who's hardcore right, like nothing, not one thing that comes from the left is ever good. Like, this is what this right. guy is just skewed that way. And, but he he's soft-spoken. He doesn't yell. He doesn't get pissed off like the rest of the people. Like, he 
can make somewhat articulate points. I think it's way off base, but so we were talking and and somehow Pete Buttigieg came up in that particular moment and he was like, that pervert's not winning anything. And oh, I Jesus. started dying laughing and he looked at me so like inquisitive, like, why are you laughing? I'm like, because that could not have been more archaic yeah. and stupid. Ignorant? Like, yeah. like, just, oh like gay guys are just running around. I want balls. I want I balls. <laughs> like, 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 like that's what this is. This guy's a church going guy too. He comes in with the dumb ashes on his head every time. He, I know he's he's uh yeah he's, he's fall down the, drunk at the bar spending no, his he, money. He yeah. just, four beers, that's it. Out like he never. He's just real calculated like that. But he, I watch him because he depends on who he's talking to. Like he, LeBron I mean, James, four, four beers. Depend, four, what kind of four Miller Lights? Oh, and then he goes right. and he goes home. But he he. Uh, I remember one time like in 2016. I I think I called him racist just because of what he was saying. He's like. What the hell? I'm not. I'm not at all. And then another time I see him talking to somebody and LeBron James is making comments about Trump and he's like, I hate that freaking arrogant eggplant. And then you look at him and he's like, oh, hey, like he totally tries to hide it unless he's in front of the audience. He thinks and he can do it. And you just described Republicans in a nutshell. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> conservatives. No, no, I should say conservatives. Oh, fucking but it, it, for him to say that and me yeah. these comments and this statements do not represent uh, yeah this is a podcast for everybody hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, man but that I thought that was hilarious that that he thought that yeah that pervert like yeah that's all this guy is like he just he just can't get enough he's gay so he just can't get enough of uh, yeah balls did you guys watch the fight last night no I know a big no bop. but that dude looks like we talked about the Mike Tyson um the uh, punch out. Yep. He. The oh, he does look Fury? like a character. Yeah, yeah Tyson he looks Fury. like one of the characters yeah. from it. Who? Yeah. Who fought? I don't even. So it was uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Who the hell are they? Uh, the heavyweight contenders these days. That's oh, is it? Is, is he a big British dude? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, that's going to bring me to my next question for you guys after that because I I've been watching something recently. He doesn't look like he has the body though. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. This. this <laughs> Well, I mean, apparently, I mean, this is the best shape that he's ever been in. Really? Yeah, like, uh, I guess about a year or two ago. Uh, well, I guess he battled depression and um, suicidal tendencies, and he was uh, an alcoholic and drug addict, and he, he's kind of fought through mental illness and addiction, and he, I think he even lost a child. And so he's got a, he's got a hell of a background and past, and, and so he just kind of got his life together and... These two fought back in 2018, and Fury lost. And then he just dedicated the next, you know, year and a half, two years to kind of come back and do this rematch and mopped him up this this fight. You watched it? I didn't watch it live, no, because I wasn't going to spend $80 can, on yeah, this. <laughs> why would boxing do that now? Why don't they just give the fight away I know. for free? Back uh, when we were, like, younger, it was always on HBO Yeah, it was. And lately, it seems like it, they make it so hard for you to find it. And they're clearly losing right because i had no idea who the heavyweight champion was i don't know who the heavyweight champion in ufc is either yeah, they but, did uh, better do I mean, they should do better marketing or advertising their like, kicked. you know like yeah they don't really market it no. like this boxing very well not like ufc anyway yeah they, you know all about that this kind of went away yeah. they don't seem to well i think that, you know it was a result of just years and years of corruption and yeah. y you know um you know, the UFC has made a massive impact on sure, contact, to the point, you know, like, well, now it's like a generation removed. You have to get these guys back. Like, how do you get yeah. kids back into boxing to be lifelong fans? Yep. I don't know how baseball does it, let alone uh, boxing. Like, 
Yeah, I know. Baseball's going to lose soon. Like yeah. after a while, they're I not tried pulling to get my, new people into it. Yeah, my my kid's like depressed because football's over. over with. Yeah, and like he's he's he told me today he's like yeah i'm sad it's gonna take so long i'm like well maybe you could watch baseball he's like no yeah <laughs> like, I, I think baseball's have, on have its they, way out man have they played it what do they play baseball or no slowly? no i think the most excitement i've heard for baseball in a long time from people that don't watch it is this whole fucking cheating thing i want to see the first astros game and watch watch pitchers being the batters or something like that for the whole yeah well I, I i think baseball in particular I, I think you're right in terms of where attendance is is showing but it's it over you know the analytics show that it's still maintaining pretty well but how you have to you have but, to you have to get new generations involved do you not to yeah, keep that yeah. did you guys so, see do you know trevor bauer is you should look him up. That there's a rant that he did on. I think it should be on YouTube. Using YouTube as a crutch today, huh? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, the Trevor Bauer said uh, there was like yeah, it was probably that one. He like went off on M- MLB about like marketing and how it's. Um, so he was quoted by saying, this is a very, very, very important time for the baseball industry. There's two paths forward. One, it gets squashed, tries to forget about it. Hey, let's get back to life, how, how it was, and let's go forward with that. That's one route. The other route is you establish a new norm, you change the culture, and move forward. Yeah, there's more to it, though. But he, he, he goes on about just marketing and how um, the NBA does so well and NFL does well, and like marketing to players and the game itself and how... Yeah. Trevor, like uh, MLB does like nothing to bring more kids in. Well, to that point, um, well, there's a couple of things, right? So there's been a rapid, rapid, if not non-existent decline of um, inner city activity with, with baseball. So therefore there's very little culture to, you know, the inner city community in Mm. terms of what other sports are able to do to attract new fans you know, baseball is a very slow moving sport. Yeah. Um, you know, it requires an investment to a degree, you know, to make sure that you are paying dues and, mm-hmm. and participating. Um, so I, I think that's a big part of it. And then the second thing is, to your point, Chris, uh, you know, Mike Trout, who is arguably the best baseball player in, in the, the you know, right has, won, has won the MVP, but he's an unassuming guy. He's just a... Uh, you know, South Jersey kid that likes to hunt quiet and, but there's nothing about him. There's no personality, there's no, like, like but, but there's no effort behind, you know, from the league. Whereas, you know, the NBA absolutely, absolutely promotes the players globally. The games, yeah, the culture, the games are too long. I'm surprised I liked it as a kid. Yeah, that's what, well, I, but I, I think it's, it's participation. I, I, here, here would so be then, my, my strategy. Yeah. My strategy be not only, to buy MVP products, <laughs> no. but you know, for your kids, if they're not, if they don't like playing the sport, if you take them to to games and the stadiums and the teams really target what that attendance means and what that investment, you know, the expense of taking four people to yeah. kid, you know, like to the game and knowing that it's going to be four hours, yeah. how do you how do you create a captive audience that allows that memory to live beyond? That experience. So yeah, I mean, when they, you get out and you're back home, you're online, you're you're able to watch games and socially, and they're trying everything. You, you know, maybe it's least. just it's just outdated. 
It sort of is. It's, like, I hate Lakehurst, to admit it. Lakehurst is ripping up their baseball field for a soccer field. In participation, soccer dominates every other sport in this country. Hmm. I mean, for because it's cheaper and it's less, Yeah, usually I, less. I, less. See, I sent you to Trevor Bauer. Like, it's so, only two minutes. All right, we'll, we'll go ahead and play this thing. Right. He makes good sense with this. Twitter, we're all... Go to Twitter where all the young people hang out. You can't even go to social media and see anything about the game. Steph Curry throws a bounce pass in an NBA game and it, it's trending with 1.5 million views five minutes later and Mike Trout goes and launches himself and robs a homer or something and you can't find the highlight anywhere online. It's ridiculous. You got BAM, that baseball advanced media that was designed to just central. So I, I have a big issue professionally with Bam. Who I don't know what he's going to say, but I have personally have had Bam conflicts. Who? Bam Margera? B- Bam is the division of the digital arm of baseball. They, they control and operate as an independent entity of Major League Baseball, and they are horrible. So I don't know what he's going to say, but personally, I've had real, real bad experiences with them. Centralize all MLB content and force people to pay to have access to it. Great, you made a lot of money up front. But you centralize all this content and you make people pay for it. And you know what you get? You get a missing generation of fans. You make some money up front, great, and you miss a generation of fans. And the, the game is losing popularity, and especially amongst young people. I mean, let's not even talk about, like, the shoes, the cleats. Oh, hey, Mike Clevenger, you can't wear those shoes that are colorful that everybody on Twitter likes because it violates our stupid cleat policy where you get three colors of cleats. Like... I mean, what does it even matter? Just let the players express themselves. Let it have some personality. You want to market the game? Don't change it. Don't make the mound 62 feet. Don't make playoffs where you have to pick your opponent and freaking whatever. Don't change the game. Market the players. You have more players in baseball than any other league with much more diverse backgrounds. World. You know, that's a really good good point True. given the uh, Hispanic uh, involvement Japanese, and like a, international players that are, are now coming into the league and ma- making it better from a do talent you ever watch, perspective. Do you ever watch, sorry to go you off, do you ever no. watch like, a, like um, what is that, the World Baseball Classic, I think yeah. it is? Yeah. You ever see when like the Dominican Republic Cuban, is playing? Like or Cuba Cuban, versus, yeah. No, yeah greatest like thing when ever. They, when they win or say say they won or they hit a home run or a grand slam, the whole <laughs> yeah. fucking, yeah. Ball, the, the whole, th- the, um, Stadium. Yeah, yeah, no, but the, all the players run out at yeah. home plate and they're like lifting the guy. It's all yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know they, they probably make it like, oh, that's a disgrace or, the, you know, like that's bad for the pitcher. You're showing up the pitcher. Yeah. Who cares? Oh, yeah. But yeah. the it's fun to watch that. That's what they should do. They should just allow everybody just to like players to celebrate, run out, do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Wear what they want to wear. Stop this Yankee stuff of like shaving every week. And <laughs> Yeah. It is a very conservative institution. And uh, I think they are starting to, they're, they're executing not, probably the best but uh i think one game a year they do the player uniform where the players get to uniform design what the their uniforms could look like and it's like they basically do uh sleeveless jerseys you know but it's like one game um so it's like it's a poor execution of a good idea but yeah but i mean i couldn't i mean it's boring to these kids here like with football everything is i I mean they try to market like judge they aaron judge they try to market these players but i don't 
my kids, I think they're good examples. They're 11 and 7. They can care about the, yeah, They don't and care the, about baseball. And they're all. athletic and they like sports. And yeah. they're like the perfect yeah, they market don't, yeah, research. Yeah, they play sports. They just don't yeah. really care about baseball. They think it's boring. Yeah. Well, I always said, I, I always gave people the pass if they didn't play because, you know, if as a player, you really learn the science and the art and the skill behind baseball and all the nuance. But the only way that you can replicate that sort of knowledge is by going to the game and God knows what a nine-year-old is going to think of a baseball game. They, they, <laughs> I took, we took my kids to, my brother and I took the kids to the game like a lot last season, the season before. Yeah. And the 11-year-old like loved it. He was like, you know, it was a close game and he was into it. But the other one just put his, he must have been probably six at the time. He put his um, jacket over his head and he just played on his phone the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, he wow. didn't care. Like yeah. the kids, I don't think the kids care. Well, it's a real, it's a real challenge, and um, you know, I, I do think it's it's nice to see that w- it, baseball, especially because it is a four to five hour experience. But ballparks are making the investment that they understand that kids are going to be on their phones, so they're incorporating more Wi-Fi networks. They're putting more play areas on the concourse so parents can, you know, skip a few innings and entertain their kids and what have you. So, you know, different interactive elements. And, you know, like Citizens Bank Park here in Philadelphia, they have a rock climbing wall. They have a wiffle ball field out in right field. So it's, they're starting to find. It just sounds, I mean, I get that all that, but it just sounds like that's just, that takes away from the game. They're not actually yeah, they're watching exactly. the game. Yeah, I heard it's some, like going host, to like a bounce house or something. I was something. listening to the host, one of the hosts late, you know, when I'm driving home in the middle of the night one of the late night hosts overnights on the fan. And he was doing the same thing. He's like, the old stadiums were better because you were forced to watch the game, score the game. They're not doing that. They're not, the memory experience is like them going to a park now, not the game. Yeah. Baseball's done. Oh, watch your you mouth. Heard it. It's on its way out. I think Soccer is. is going to take over. Soccer. I don't know. Soccer's yeah. kind of like, I don't soccer know. Soccer is hard. I get it too. Cause everybody plays soccer, like mm. the young kids and it's a great game for kids. But I mean, the games are like one nothing. Yeah, that is hard for American people, and so is the falling. My, I don't know if my kids would want to watch think, soccer either. I think if they were, if they have a, a star to market, first of all, we don't really have one in MLS to do that. But I mean, people look if you're savvy enough, the Spanish league or the English Premier League. But the fact that uh, I think they have a real opportunity with the World Cup coming here. What is it? Six six years from now? I is think it, it is. I, I think we're gonna. They have a, a real opportunity to. If, the U.S. team makes a good showing. Maybe they could push that sport forward. But it just seems like it's grown a little bit, right? You, if the MLS, is it slowly yeah, growing? Yeah, I mean, I think it's taken longer than most people expected or predicted. But I think it comes down to, you know, if you take the NBA model, yeah, it's really the global awareness and attracting... Mm a global fan base and I well, think soccer's already got it. And, well, well, that's where I think the optimism and the investment continues to grow here in the States mm. is knowing that the world culture and the world, uh, we're uh, becoming it, a global culture. Yeah. 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 And, and so, but, it, but, but even, you know, American cities, like I was shocked cities like Atlanta, Atlanta is a massive soccer city. Is it when, really? we, yeah. I, I was down there for, for work and um, I Atlanta United is a two to three year old 
organization. Mm. They were as popular in terms of flags on windows, um, signage, everything, like just people wearing jerseys than the Falcons or the Braves. Really? They, they were right there. And, and they have a good product. They have a good team. They won like in their first year or their second year. Seattle was like that, but I happened to be there on the weekend of the championship game, yeah. which was in Seattle, and they won. So it was like everybody was wearing that shit. But there's, yeah, I mean, there's certain communities and cities that for whatever reason, whether it's the, the, the diversity or the sheer interest in the particular sport, um, you know, from a homegrown standpoint, impacts the pop because portland seattle See, they're big cities for big that, cities yeah. for soccer i'm telling you baseball is like an old man just dying in his bed slowly and soccer is like the young whippersnapper yeah. the global community right if that's yeah. you know the way it's but, e- but even even the investment that the nba takes into fan events yeah seeing that firsthand just put everything on notice for me in terms of how far advanced they are really in in the efforts that they do and you know because their championship isn't like the super bowl so mm-hmm. they focus on the all-star weekend where mm-hmm. culture is the culture of the sport the game the players everything about it you know from uniforms to sneakers to the events the game itself and and so they'll take over a city for an entire weekend mm-hmm. and it is just dominated by all nba promotional things to do and um participate with and it's like anything else uh, on other it's yeah. a, you know the football nfl has obviously they have enough money and power to, to do it's these it. things but you know baseball slowly kind of incorporating that now i can't believe how much like, it, i feel like it's different i don't i'm not around them all the time but younger people are more soft on soccer like older people still like i for instance uh two world cups ago in the middle of the summer um it was in South Africa. So the games were on at 11 o'clock in the morning here. Yeah. And I was working at a different bar and 11 o'clock in the morning and there's no, there's no live sports on at 11 a.m. So would you put the World Cup on? And this old man comes in and he's like, oh, God, would you turn this off? It's like watching flies fuck. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm like, what do you think people in Europe and everybody look at baseball where the batter steps out of the batting box, adjusts his fucking nuts, then, he's, <laughs> then he does the stupid thing with the uh, batting glove each time. A-Rod used to do it every time. Or Nomar Garcia power. Knock that yeah, shit off. He was the worst. Yeah. Knock that shit off. And the only reason why the baseball would happen is because it doesn't end in a tie. American people don't like ties, and nobody likes to watch them take dives because it's so blatant, and, yeah. and it just doesn't translate well. Didn't you work here. with a, uh, a baseball coach back in the day, or what was he, a scout? Among uh, he was a scout. He was a baseball coach. I think he became a scout. And then he was on the road, and he didn't want to do that anymore because he had a child. So he started selling beer with us. He was, I think, he worked for Pace University. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No. He was, I met him a few times. He was Did a character, Coach Kelly. Yeah, yeah he was this is like a short, high energy guy. Yeah, like, very. Yeah, from Pennsylvania, had like a still sound like he was from the South. Yeah, second baseman. He would say stuff like, uh, "Wow, that's like a sore dick." Can't beat it. Like, <laughs> shit like that. What? Calling people duds. You know what a dud is? No. What's a dud? A dud is when the turd hits the bottom of the toilet. So you call people duds. No. Colorful guy. Right uh, in my wheelhouse here yeah. with these people. But see, but that's, that is, that's 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 the inside. That's what you know. That term inside baseball comes from yeah. because of all the stupid nonsense that happens, like in a dugout or in the culture of baseball. Yeah. And that's it. Like if you promote that, 
Like if oh, you get like a different angle to the story. Yeah, like yeah. if if you expose like, well, I guess it's happening with the Astros and all the the the, the cheat or the sign stealing. Um, but if you just expose what is happening in the clubhouse, the terminology, the behavior, and you promote it. In a, in a tasteful they should get more interactive way. with the players. Like I think I haven't really watched X. X. Oh, I haven't either. I almost had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> no, the XFL. Like I think what I saw that they were taking the uh, players off the field, and if they fumbled, they'll be like, "Yo, what happened on?" Yeah, that? Oh, right like, away. Immediately, like immediately, they didn't even just they just got onto the sideline, and they're like, "Yo, what happened on that uh, fumble?" And they're pissed, so they they answer. Yeah. Genuinely, that's and pretty cool. They should do that in baseball. They oh, yeah. should like you know the dude misplays a ball out in the outfield or strikes out or with the bases loaded. Yeah. Anything, go and talk to these players. Get more like you know whatever. Well, the other thing that's going to make a massive influence across all sports is betting, and the way the XFL is doing it right now is actually showing the spreads in real time. Oh shit! <laughs> so yeah. you could be making those bets and then like showing how it changes throughout the game, and so. Legal sports betting is going to do a huge amount of positive, positive or negative. I mean, whatever side you stand on it, but it's from a fan base, not great for the kids in particular, but, um, eh, fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of kids. You got to worry about what they're, (laughs) can't have flavored cigarettes because of them. (laughs) Uh, do you smoke flavored cigarettes? No, but I, that whole, <laughs> if you, you know to. that whole band that they banned all this, these flavors and shit because of the kids? It's so stupid. I know. Like, like, just be a parent. If your kid's smoking, stop them. Uh, but uh, to that point, at the Tropicana last weekend, I had never seen the sports book. That, now, that is awesome. Yeah. I don't know how to bet. I don't know what the... I have to learn that shit. But if we went there as a group to watch a game, it's like an NFL Sunday, it's so cool with all the, the TVs all the way around you and shit. Yeah. Apparently, they're doing something like that at Monmouth Park, too. Yeah. It, they're going to turn the sports book. It's going to change the culture. It actually looks like a lot of fun to hang out and watch yeah. sporting yeah. events there do it. Yeah, because now, especially at sports books, that you can do things like what you're able to micro bet on, mm. you know, like prop bets, you mean? Or like, is that what it's called? Like I don't flipping know. Flipping the coin? Yeah. No, no, no. It's like, okay, uh, this batter is going to hit a ground ball versus uh, a high, you know, like a, a pop out or yeah, something yeah. like that, where it's like, okay, there's going to be a field goal here, not a touchdown. And you can just slice and dice a million yeah. and ways to watch sports. As an adult, you know, like I don't you know, separating church and state here with my profession, but mm. you know, college football, I feel like I should like it. I, I feel like I, I, I just, I have am ambivalent towards it. Me too. I actually but, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but why don't they structure it better? It's easier to follow. There's too many goddamn leagues. Well, I, I mean, but, but listen to your point, if I'm at a sports book yeah. with a couple of buddies oh, and I'm watching, I don't know, Alabama versus LSU, which is a major rivalry, mm-hmm. like you have good talent, good product. And I'm, you know, wager. And I, and I hate, I'm not a gambler at all. I don't, I don't even. Me neither. I don't really. I would do that just for fun. But I like, think digitally there's going to be a lot of apps and a lot, even still there is now think, like that you can just not, I don't, I don't know. What's the word for fake betting? Like non-money betting. I'm sure there's a term for oh, it. I but, don't know. Um, gentleman's bet. 
<laughs> like you can digitally choose like statistically what's going to happen. Like if or like, like your bet betting. here, like you, that's the gentleman's bet. Like you can go off digitally and go, hey, if uh, the Eagles lose, Jim has to wear a yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a something like shirt that. Down the street. But but if it's like we're watching, like you can get log onto an app and watch the Eagles game and say, okay, are they gonna you know uh, first down or not? Like, and Chris and I are just wagering against like every every down and distance and yeah. things of what's happening. Like, is it going to be a play to the left? Is it going to be a handoff to the right? Like there's, I mean, I think generationally because kids are now prone to digital devices and attention spans mm. are depleting, like stuff like that, especially for baseball, that's a slow mo- moving yeah. sport. It'd be easy to, you're uh, going to have to incorporate and, and you're going to see it in, in the broadcast too, like more AI and, um, or excuse me, AR and, um, you know, different statistics. I think Amazon's making a lot of investment into, you know, uh, the stats going into like the live broadcast Mm. and all of that. So interesting. Yep. Did you ever, Chris, uh, you're really quiet today. I don't, I don't Did we ever, why, what do you want me to do? Did you ever watch the homework that we were, gave us a couple weeks ago? What's the homework? The Aaron Hernandez thing. Oh yeah, did you do you it? Never did it. Uh, I, I don't. I never did my homework in high school, so <laughs> why would I do it now? Bad <laughs> freaking employee. <laughs> yeah. Um, why am I being quiet or something today? Feels like you're a little quiet. I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. Everybody did. Oh, geez. <laughs> this is this is what you get. Well, a broken Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after the? I mean, I think your apology was well accepted. That was a self-inflicted apology. Like no one prompted that. Uh, yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to um, get ahead of it. Oh, so I put yeah. it out before like the whole the comments started coming in. <laughs> Isn't that what politicians do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you guys get the invite I just sent you? The invite? No. There was a Facebook thing, so you'd have to check that. Facebook. Yeah, the trailer one. park of social media. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Only because it's the only place I could do that. Um, All right. Why don't we do this? Do you want to uh, want me to read off some of the questions that we got from our oh, feedback? Oh, yeah, definitely. Do we definitely. have enough time? This one, yeah. we should have plenty, right? This I was just sending an invite because it was uh, we went to dinner yesterday, and this gentleman that owns this restaurant is a younger brother of, of two people that we went to high school with. His name is Matt Grote. He had twin siblings that were in our, our grade. Mm-hmm. He has a, a restaurant. He's extremely talented chef, like awesome. But Helen gave him a coaster yesterday of Rob's Garage. He's going to frame it and put it on the wall. All right. Big yeah. shout out. But this thing, <laughs> if I was going to bring it up to you because there's like, I forgot what it's, it's called. Uh, Manly, Manly Tines Day, where your wife takes you to his restaurant and treats you because you treated her on Valentine's Day. Although, uh, I to his at, restaurant, to her, his restaurant. Mm. I mean, this is it's a promotion that he's doing. But mm. I looked at the menu, and I don't think there's anything that you would eat, Chris. I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tried. Uh-huh. It's on there too. I didn't see anything. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Matt Grote because he put our uh, at Velo Eatery in Tom's River. He put our uh, coaster on the wall. There you go, steak so and blowjobs. What? I didn't know we had questions. <clears throat> yeah, we put them up on Instagram like I'm, a couple weeks ago. All right, fire away. Uh, so All right, we've got there's about a bunch. 15 so. minutes. All right, 15 minutes. Yep. Rapid fire. Boop, 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 boop. All right, here we go. 
I'll just, these are in no order. Okay. Okay. Yep. This is from DJ Kid 89. What's up? Instagram. <laughs> okay. What's up, DJ Kid? How far can you guys individually, you think, kick a football? Oh, uh, extra point. Whatever a PAT is, I can do that. I feel What's like. that? Like 25, 30 yards. I think it's 30 yards. 30 yards. You don't think you'd shank that? A little practice, like just one shot without training or anything? Yeah. Is that the, oh, I, I probably could not do that then. Yeah, you never played soccer. No. So but you I feel think, like that's you're, think you're at 20 yards? Would that just, I don't know. No, I, I think I'd probably be like two yards. Like just going to a field, first time ever naturally kicking a football. I mean, there's a little bit of, you know, I think, I'm, I think I'm 30 too. yards. Chris. What? <laughs> I played soccer. <laughs> How, when was the last time you kicked a soccer ball? All the time. My kids play. One of my kids play soccer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could tow it. Yeah, that's what I would. Thirty yards. This dude didn't specify if it went through the post. Yeah, I, I don't think I would get accurate, but I, I don't even towing it. I think. Remember when kickers used to wear like. No shoe. Yeah. Kick, yeah. <laughs> what a weird oh, day. Freezing out, too. Yeah, like, like, they're like walking out there. And Green it's, Bay, and they're, like, running, like, wait, shoeless. Snowing in one of their... <laughs> yeah, and kicking that, that ball. Long time. Yeah. Shit, I Why'd they do that? that? I don't know. Better feel I, look, or something? That's got to hurt. Yes. That has to hurt. Yeah. Unless Just he's in, so callous that he can't feel it. Laces, like, indent, implanted on the and bottom, the, like, the, in your feet. You know, when constantly. you're freezing, too, and, like, you get slapped with a soccer ball or a basketball yeah. hit you in the face or something like that, it leaves that huge red mark. And so, let me tell you this little stat, Chris. These are supposed to be rapid fire. The Tennessee Titans are 33% between 30 and 39 year, uh, yards. What's the, what's the percentage? 33.3. So, this is a professional team, professional <laughs> athlete, Thirty-three uh, <laughs> percent. All right. Well, maybe. I, <laughs> all right. Maybe I could do. All right. Next I could definitely do twenty. All right. This is from Boo Boo King. Boo Boo King. Free yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Boo-boo. During the Middle Ages, with the lack of any decent toilet paper around, would you eat ass? That's well, <laughs> that certainly made a turn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. No. Kings don't eat ass. I'd be a king. Um, Would you eat ass in the... Ass play doesn't excite me. What's the Middle Ages? What years? I guess like uh, 1400s or something. They definitely... What'd they wipe their ass with? I don't... Leaves or (laughs) small children? I don't know. Small children? (laughs) I don't know who they... 476 AD to 1453. I think they wiped their ass with rats. That's how the plague started. Well, I think they were still having. They were everyone shit. So what? What were they doing? Yeah. I, well, I think you know. Not until the Roman Empire and Caligula did all this funky sex start happening. I, I think they were very, the Roman Empire. Yeah, it was way before. Uh, it was BC, wasn't it? All right. Well, either way, they're they didn't look. Face it, they they pooped. They had to wipe their ass with something, probably something inadequate, and then they definitely did sex stuff. So if you were alive then, you wouldn't do it. What's your final answer? Um, Boo Boo King 
wants to know. Boo boo, I uh, as a king, I would not. No, I you're actually, just a regular dude. Oh. Like like a soldier? Yeah, like with a, the hottest you're a blacksmith. Yeah, with the hottest girl or whatever. Sure. Yes? You sure. would do it? Yeah, why not? They had to do it, right? Yeah, they they were probably all shackled and you know, like they were like somewhere in between torture and like sex toys with all of their armory. Mm. Well, there's a lot of questions. Pick out a good one. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> all right. We gotta end on a high note. Oh, this is from Madavuk seventy nine on Instagram. Jim, tell us why you were known as Sweet Dick Jim. Oh, well, because I didn't eat ass. I used <laughs> my... <laughs> you put all your power into it. This one I don't even have a uh, from a user from, but in or out belly button and any chance yours smells like ketchup. I mean, does anyone have an Audi? No. no. Audi's a way less, right? Yeah. Like, romantic Mike has one. Does he? The big balloon knot coming That's out of his weird. belly. I think I would get it shaved up down. Shaved? Yeah. <laughs> you if poke I had a, it in? Well, yeah, if you had a big like belly button sticking out the whole time. Mm. Like, a, like a hernia? Yeah. A little quado? Doesn't smell like ketchup either, I don't know. I think mine does. Ketchup? Yeah. It's so all that ketchup you ate as a kid. You dipped everything in it. Yeah, right. but I didn't put anything in my belly button. No, it, you, you never smelled your belly button? Put your finger in your belly button? On purpose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to get lint out. What, you never smelled it? Like after running or something? Intentionally, yes. like, <laughs> stick your... No. Why? Why would you? Because it's a hole. Oh, no. Do you smell your ear? Do you smell your nose? I guess I never thought about my ear, but it's a hole. Yeah. I don't know. Some people do. All right. Maybe I'm alone on it. Rob, you remember that time you came to visit me in college in, uh, in New York and I had that one like floor mate. I remember. I only remember this because you caught him and you kept talking about it. But like oh, we went to yeah. went to his apartment to like deliver. It was way. It was up on the. It was a somewhere around 110th Street on the west side. Yeah. Right? So imagine like answering. Like you go to some New York apartment. You knock on the door. He opens up his his apartment. He's in boxer shorts and then he just like puts his hand down his pants and then like smells it. Yeah, he scratched his ass and then sniffed it. <laughs> that really happened. In front yeah. of you, like right he in was, front of he us. He was talking to him, and he, he's like, he just kind of scratched his ass. He didn't do it right away. He just went, like he. Made <laughs> yeah, his, I mean, people do people do that stuff all the time. People smell their armpits to see if it stinks. Make sure sense, people because that's their, an outwardly thing, and you know, you don't think people like hover their finger by their belly button to check it hover, out. Hover like like it's got a force field of scent. Scratch and yeah. sniff. Just go in there. You want me to do it right now? Yeah. No ketchup. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Smells like olive oil. That's weird. That felt weird. <laughs> All right. So that's a no. <laughs> I violated <laughs> myself. Uh, there's a lot of random stuff. I guess I should have probably done a better job of. That's all right. Keep going. Five all minutes. Right. 
five minutes. How much would you make or generate in a day if you were homeless? Mm. Oh, I, I stop would... giving the names of the people. But uh, okay, sorry. Go ahead, Rob. You take. I feel like these are all been directed. Uh, it, how much would I generate? I don't know enough to eat. I would hope, but uh, I, I've never tried that. I don't know how much begging would get me. We could. I think I can do it. I'm, think, I'm pretty much a good. I think I'm a good con I man. I think if, if <laughs> hunger was involved, that it would end up having to be something serious. What? <laughs> we should, Con man, I like how my my mind was like, oh, I could sell shit. I would get, I would like make enough money not to be homeless, like in a short period. Chris is like, I'm a con man. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, you can't, you just can't. I mean, I guess you could go through the charade of like going to somebody and just being like, all right, these are all the things bad that happened to me. But remember that kid? Have a different angle. Remember that kid we knew back in the day who stole the muscular muscular dystrophy can off the top of the, yeah. the thing at the. Uh, Video that's store and then went to the supermarket and stood outside collecting for muscular dystrophy. <laughs> wow, that's a hustle. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that kid. Well, he was got, it Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he, got, he got chased away. You know, he maybe got a couple bucks and then Damn. somebody came out and chased him away. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I would do, but I feel like I could get some money. I think I could probably get in a day 100 $100, I think. Yeah. What it's about you? Do, it's probably doable in a day. Like I said, I, I would. Like when you pull in the city here, when you come down, those guys are hustling, but they're just yeah. walking around with a can with a like, sad Like face. I said, I would, I would be able to work my way out of homelessness. That's how much I would. I, that's how much Doing I what? Would. I, I would like sell recycled cans. I would do something. I would sell something. Like I would take a free item or a cheap item and just sell it. But speaking of a con, there's one. There's a woman. Yeah. On 7th and Walnut in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I caught her. She came da- out of an apartment building, disheveled, and she's always reading books. She's one of those homeless people. White woman, reading book, head down, looked like a heroin junkie. Um, but she came at... I, I walked the same route to work. I, it was just like perfect. I saw her come down, cross the street, lay out her cardboard, change outfits right in front of a 7-Eleven, take her book out, had the whole thing down. Across, she, she lives across the street. Now, whether, let me rephrase that. She could be, you know, selling herself to, you know, stay there. I don't know. I assume that she lived there and was just hustling to make money across the street. She changed in front of the Seven Eleven. Not changed, but like she like emptied her. Like I saw her come out of yeah. the vest, you know, the um, the lobby with a backpack, and then it was like, okay, I'm going to work now, and it's just like unzipped her backpack and just put her her stuff out. Was she selling shit or was no? She, was no, she just bagging, just bagging. Why don't you uh, pick up the camera phone and call her out like all these people <laughs> on TV? Chase her down the street. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Scotty D. Oh, what's up, Scotty? Would like to know live streaming. Could people call in then? Ooh, yeah. Um, hmm. How would we do that? We we could. Yes, we could actually. We could do that now. If some of if if I gave out my phone number, here's what we can do. I'll set up a Google Voice account mm-hmm. that can take calls via my phone or computer, and we'll make that Google Voice account our call in. Okay. So during the live stream, we can say we're taking calls, list that number, and then we can do this live though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Once we live stream. 
even more motivation if Scotty D is going to tune in. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of questions, but so many people on Instagram will will put stuff like this. Um, like, the question was, what would you like us to answer? Um, and this person wrote, it's another podcast, love, sex, comedy, what else do you want in a podcast? There's a lot of dumb Things mm. like why bother trolls, even robots? Do you think they're? Trolls? I don't know, but why even bother responding to anything like that? Mm. There's so many of it. Huh? I Check us out. This, you know, like their yeah. own spam. Social media, maybe the real deal. Yeah. Anyway, there's all a right, last one. All right, last one. All right, I gotta think of a good one. Oh, well, we talked a lot about sports. Here's from. Balls and bras <laughs> on Twitter. Would you rather be dunked on? Oh, I guess like if it were like posterized, you know that? Yeah. Fr- yeah. Would you rather be dunked on or a catcher ran into or on a goal line trucked as a defender? I'd rather be dunked on. <clears throat> dunked yeah. On. That's pretty, yeah, that's yeah. pretty classic. Yeah, because it's not necessarily like anything that you did. You were just although at the wrong if you're a place. catcher and you're just like blocking the plate and the dude's running into you, that's a pretty good look. Cause the fucking oh man, I tried to go the whole way. <laughs> Damn, that's okay. I, I think, think that's why I've been quiet. Week. I've been yeah, I've been trying. Oh, I but no, you Patricia came back. The old Chris is back. Sort of. We'll start up new. I'm next sorry. Time. I'm sorry for But her anyway, reason. yeah, the, the clay. That's a very the, good point. The, the dust because you look stuff. like the victim at that point. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, hey, this guy was just trying to do your, his your job. Your mask goes flying. <laughs> your, 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 all your pads, everything goes flying. It's a really good look when you're... For all you people who responded to the questions, why don't you respond to see if Chris's fucks actually bother you? <laughs> yeah. Is there people out there that are offended by the... I really censored myself and kept quiet right. this episode. That was horrible. No energy to the show today, Chris. You brought this, us this all is down. What, this see? is what everybody wanted from me. No. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Well, we're at our time, fellas. Are we? We're at our time. All right. All right. So we're going to leave the show with um, a little LCD sound system. How's that sound? Okay. All right. Someone great like the old Chris, not the new Chris. <laughs> so we're going to play someone great in ode to the former Chris, the cursing Chris. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.